I knew right away after hearing the Marismus, I knew, okay, there's, there's, there's a, <clears throat> this is the direction that I'm going. This yeah. is, this is, this <clears throat> is going to be where I'm going to be linked up to. I had no idea just before you even had determined that you were going to put together a school, School of the Prophets. Yeah. Yeah. As far as I know. Yeah. And so we would have, you know, TV parties when you'd be on Trinity and everybody get around. We'd watch. And, <clears throat> but we were devouring all these messages. So today when I was talking to her on the phone, she's like, oh, I remember this. I remember. And it's been so long. Mm. And I said, it's all coming back. And then she said, yes. Mm. And she asked me, can I share <clears throat> this stuff? I said, yeah, Absolutely. Well, I had I get text uh, on a daily basis at home mm-hmm. from the fellowship in Marshall that my goodness I've heard these teachings, but now mm-hmm. and especially from the boys that are real sons of God, these guys are really yeah. prophets and stuff, and they're just being blown away by it. They just cannot believe how much information. Yeah, and they use I used the term when one of them called me today. And I said, look. One of the things that is void from the pulpit is the pragmatic Christ. And I said, they don't realize, religion does not realize he's pragmatic. Mm-hmm. And I said, he's very pragmatic. And, uh, so, but what it does, it, it, it uh, answers the questions yes. that they don't get from the pulpit from yeah. the revelation. You'll get the yeah. revelation of the Marismos, but you've got a hundred questions. What does it mean and how does it work? And do you ha- is it an encounter? Is, uh, there's all these things that are really not brought out in the revelation of the scriptures. It's just a revelation of truth, and then sit around and talk about it. You get pragmatic, and then you find there is a real practical Christ involved in all of this. And and uh, there is an interesting term. <clears throat> I keep it in uh, in my own heart as a. Uh, uh, it's it's almost like an ordinance to me, and I have to say it probably is. And it's something I come across years ago. It's called "Silent is the uh, sackcloth weaver," and. Uh, it was a revelation I got. That was the name of the tape. I was studying scriptures, and I come across this word, and it's called Damascus, on the road to Damascus. So I looked up the word Damascus, and it says, silent is a sackcloth weaver, and just a revelation hit me. Mm. Every human being has a Damascus moment. Mm. They're going somewhere contrary to God. Mm. They may be opposing God. Oh, God boy. may be indifferent to them. They may be antichrist. Uh, they may be agnostic, uh, atheist. It doesn't really matter. And on the silent is the sackcloth weaver is when Christ intervenes into your life uh, in a sovereign. I use two primary uh, rules of thumb concerning <clears throat> Christ, sovereign reign and providential rule. And they're not the same. But they, they, they maintain my uh, metron of thinking about God working within his own rule, within his own region and realm, mm-hmm. where he's successful, where he's, he, has, he rules. And on sovereign reign, he, he reigns without having to explain. That's as simple as that. He doesn't have to tell, he doesn't have to confer with me, doesn't have to confer with you, and he doesn't have to explain what's he going to do with you or me. He is not rude or ill-mannered. Uh, he just believes that you'll come right along and enjoy it, and we have. Hmm. But on, on providential rule, it's a providential realm. It's a region, a metron, mm-hmm. and he rules that realm. Well, that being the case, 
he ble- he operates both of those on behalf of us as human beings. <clears throat> he he invades us with sovereign reign and with providential rule. In both of those, he he slowly weaves. Uh, silent is his movement. He he mm. do, you don't most people don't know wow. it's him. Yeah, he's silently weaving strands of of Christ's DNA into us. Mm conforming us to what to the direction to the course of action to the fulfillment of purpose to what we're supposed to be doing on the earth and we wind up conforming to it and think we made the decision to do it hmm. and that's what people do quick question there um, <clears throat> this is there a requirement for this to actually take effect in your life or does he do it regardless of you or is it because of you deciding that you are going to yield your life. What I'm asking is, is it despite you? No, the sovereignty of God, obviously, obviously the latter part that you just said was, not the word spite, the one before that was, the more you yielded to him, the faster he weaves. I get it. And okay. if, you, if you look at it from okay. a very natural perspective okay. of some, a woman weaving something, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if she has the time and, and can sit down and do it, she can do it in the night. She can mm-hmm. weave something. <clears throat> so it is with our lives. Mm-hmm. But when the weave, the silent weaver stops, uh, when we no longer desire him, want him, mm-hmm. backslide or whatever, now he has to set up a different thing, which is providential rule, and he begins to set up the the uh, your uh, detours and all things begin to take place to turn you back. Mm-hmm. So he can start weaving, wow. start weaving again. Wow. And actually, the Holy Spirit is the weaver. He's the one weaving in DNA strands, constantly weaving in DNA strands, transforming, mm-hmm. conforming, mm-hmm. metamorphosis all mm-hmm. the time, till we find ourselves sitting here in Longview, for instance. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, if you get off, <clears throat> if you get off, and Five years goes by yeah. the trajectory yeah. of of just getting a little bit off over that much time, you could be way off. Way off. Now that's what Damascus means. Okay. Because Paul was way off. Oh. And God set him up to begin the weave. And uh so you and I we went out to dinner and we sat down like two human beings, had dinner and discussed uh, about doing this. We mm-hmm. thought we were talking about doing this. We're mm-hmm. sitting here today based upon a DNA strand. Mm-hmm. Somebody weaved this into us. Mm-hmm. So humans have this uh, audacity, this arrogance, that we determine matters about our lives, but we're not aware of the fact that it's Christ working in us, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. And we wind up doing something. Hmm. We think it's us. We thought we made the decision. Uh, I'm at uh, Naples, Texas, and I knew, and I told Gloria Lee, we, it's time for us to leave. Uh, I, she, well, where are we going? I, said, I don't have the slightest idea. Is that right? Yeah. You really didn't know. Did not know anywhere to go. Had no place to go. But you felt like. I said, I have to go. Mm-hmm. I have to go. What happened, we get in the car and we leave. Now, Naples is about an uh, hour and a half north of Longview from here. <clears throat> kind of hidden. It's to a tell small you little truth, community. Because I, I've been all over East Texas. Yeah. All over the back roads, yeah. intentionally, yeah. Uh, everywhere, and I've only seen the sign one time like this. That's I thought it. that was it. That was it. You and you had to get off the beaten path to find mm-hmm. it. It's a small little community. I think it's about three thousand. Is about all it was. <clears throat> we were working there uh, on staff as a prophet teacher, and it was time to go. And Gloria never understood that this type of uh, concept. She just did not. Uh, what do you mean? We're going where and what you know? Where are mm-hmm. we going? And mm-hmm. I said, uh, 
we're going to follow the Lord, go with them. So I, we loaded up the car, <laughs> and we took off, and we went south. And we started going all the way down to I-20. Mm-hmm. I got on I-20, and I started, got, I started going east. <clears throat> I saw the Highway 59. I get off Highway 59. I pull right in the middle of the that little, I don't know what they call that little lane in the middle of all four lanes. <clears throat> Stopped the car, put in park, turned the key off. I said, we're home. And she said, this is it. I said, this is where we're supposed to be. I've been there now 36 years. Never knew Marshall existed. I never knew anybody in Marshall. And so I believe in providence. That's providential. Mm -hmm. Now, providential is geographical. That's when things change in your life geographically. It can change in your life, changing even metrons or areas of rule, measures of rule. What you were over, you're no longer over. What you were ruling, you're not ruling. You're changing. Uh, and it, to God, it's all geographical land, but it's not mm-hmm. always just geographical. Lots of times when they say there's a move of God and we're all moving with the Spirit of God, there's a change taking place in the Spirit. Well, some people move and go to another. And, I, and I'll say at times, it's not a geographical change. People change. They go anyway. But the emphasis is it's a move of God. But I love the term silent. Mm-hmm. I, I love that. Silent. Uh, He's a silent weaver, and I love the fact that he can do that in such a wonderful, quiet way and uh, take us into these areas where we didn't even know we were supposed to be doing. But I go back to it's amazing to me. We think we do this. We think we as humans make decisions, but it's been weaved into our DNA. Mm -hmm. It's been weaved into our thinking. Mm -hmm. And you, you will have a thought totally outside your own thought. And that thought, if it's from Christ mm-hmm. now, if it's from Christ, it's God-breathed. Yes. That means it's, it will live. It's not just passing through. It will it will continue to live. And that living thought, that living word, brings you right into his will. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I had a thought today, and I thought one of the subjects that we have we've touched almost every time we've talked, but we've never really gone into specifically, and and in one of our first conversations, um, I implied that it's an area that I don't really like. Right. And through these conversations, I've realized that there's a part of it that I don't like. It's not that I don't like it because I can't say that because it is, it it's it would be wrong of me to say it. And, right. And that's referring to the subject matter of the church. I, I really believe, Joe, one of the things that uh, troubles you about it is there are certain uh, – you, you, you would have to ask yourself, what troubles me about mm-hmm. the, the concept of church? Mm-hmm. When you know it's biblical, you know, mm-hmm. when, when Christ said, upon this rock, I will build my church. And we need to start from there and define right. what that means, and we, we'll do that tonight mm-hmm. because it's, there are two churches to me. There is the church of the religious world with all the denominations. I think before we started recording, mm-hmm. you said yeah. there's, what, 50? 50 in the U.S. 50 denominations, yeah. you said, while ago. Legit denominations <clears throat> that are set yeah. up, structures, and they have uh, different affiliations all yeah. over the country. 50. If you take a filter system, this is the filtering system, and you take the two, the word two churches, or the word, and there are. Mm-hmm. Uh, you take, if, if we, now this is where... Yeah, I know. This is a, this is a this, conversation, right? This, this conversation <laughs> is going to get painful yep. uh, to a lot of people now. And I, I, the Bible makes it very clear that the Roman Catholic Church mm-hmm. is, the, is the mother of harlots. Mm-hmm. Revelation makes that very clear. Every religion has, has stemmed out of the Catholic Church, yep. Roman Catholic Church. 
the Protestant movement coming out of the religious Catholic Church uh, was out of protest. That's why it's called Protestant. Mm-hmm. It was a protest, and they all they they only took some things out of it and left continue some things with it. But the bottom line, religion, Satan mm-hmm. after Christ's resurrection, Satan developed religion, knowing that the soul of a man seeks to worship a god, some it, god. And, and and you can almost see that it was strategic because— Totally strategic. Strategic. It was. It's like, okay, this is here. Yep. What can we do now? It's It's almost like he was planning— what is going to be the retaliation for what Christ has set up? Right. And the goal was to keep them from entering and seeing the kingdom. Yes. And to do that, bring them into church, mm-hmm. going to church. Mm-hmm. Now I'm talking about two words. If you have a filter system called religion, you go to church. If you have a filter system called kingdom, you have an entirely different definition of the word church. And we're going to define it tonight through the filtering system of the word kingdom, the king's Mm -hmm. domain. There is no religion in the kingdom of God. There are no uh, denominations in heaven (laughs) that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's right. There's none up there. Right. There are no church buildings. There are no, no, um, and see, under Aaron's order of priesthood, you have a lot of mixture Mm -hmm. that brought in, and Satan used Aaron's order of priesthood, mixed it with the Roman Catholic, and started Mm -hmm. a religious movement. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, when we come into Christ, he didn't. It's, it's a simple statement. He never came to birth a religion, to maintain a religion, start a religion. He came to introduce the kingdom. He brought the kingdom of heaven down. Now, what we have today is cultural, cultural, uh, environmental uh, definition, which means you have a cultural concept called church. It's a cultural, social. It's a society. Christ came down and revealed uh, kingdom of heaven. Now, kingdom of heaven being so different and when he used the word kingdom of heaven versus kingdom of God, mm-hmm. the kingdom of heaven is I'm bringing the kingdom of heaven down, showing you the cultural lifestyle, social lifestyle of how we live in heaven, what how goes on in heaven. Conduct. Conduct, behavior, uh, how we live. And he gives you, he, he takes you to the uh, Matthew 5, 6, and 7 and shows you that the religion called them the Beatitudes. Mm-hmm. But and that again, the filters it over here to this nice little moral Package ethical it. Jesus. It's all packaged up. It's Put it on the shelf. Yep, it's, and say it's wonderful and do nothing with it. Yeah, you can but, have a daily devotion on it. Yes, you can. Uh, it, one scripture a day is all you'll need. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's what happens. But daily cultural. devotions is another one of those religious right. moments. Right, right. They are. Mm-hmm. All of them are. Mm-hmm. But they're not kingdom inspired. Mm-hmm. Now, in the kingdom of God, what he did was he said he talks to you about forgiveness and he talks to you about love. This is how he they live, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that shows you how things happen and goes on. Yeah, yeah. And um, I just wanted to say real briefly is we don't have a beef with Catholics. No, I don't have a beef with any denomination. The, yeah, and 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 it's that. Catholicism, the, the the Roman Catholic Church that originated after 100 B.C. or, or A.D., 200 A.D., it, it became, it came, it came into being in that time period. Now, it had also received a lot of influence from 
ancient Babylonian religion. Yes, Nebuchadnezzar's lifestyle. Exactly. His culture. Exactly. And so it merged <clears throat> into that, it repackaged itself, became a religion, and got enforced. If we take the Old and New Testament together, and, and we run out in Hebrews the, the priesthood. Now, mm-hmm. this is when we're going to get into the definition of the word church. Mm-hmm. When you, because Christ said, upon this rock, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Well, starting right there is it has to be defined what is the church, and then what we did with the... Uh, now, I'll answer that real quickly. The word mm-hmm. church in Colossians, Hebrews, a number of, of other books, New Testament, calls it the church which is my body. Yes. Then it says the church which is his body. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter, my body, his mm-hmm. body. It shows you what he was going to build was a body. Mm-hmm. And what they want to build, what religion always builds, is a building. Mm-hmm. They build with stone, we build with bones. And here you go on these two primary definitive uh, Maris most moments of, of separating these two and say, all right, this is born out of religion. This is born out of a kingdom culture. This is a religious culture. These are the two primary cultures that makes it happen. In the religious culture, we Satan knows that we go by social need. Mm-hmm. And so there's a religion. So you have everybody socializes according mm-hmm. to their denominational belief. Mm-hmm. Ironic. I just could not believe the Church of Christ today mm-hmm. on the news. Mm-hmm. They're having a youth rally uh, all the way up to, I think, 18, from around uh, 9, 18, all, a big youth rally, having uh, drag queens come oh, in, wow. and they're having a big revival with uh, wow. I, the LGBT and all. They're coming in, and they're going to share, oh, it's a church. Yeah, because next month is they're kicking off. It's their month. Can you believe that? You Who's know how, month? You know how the, the U.S. has a calendar yeah on you know whose month it is i think we're just you know there's there's a month for um uh different uh there's like a hispanic month yeah there's a yeah. women's month yeah there's a there's not a men's month no never has been but we're get, going into the lgbtq month. okay that's there that's it then well, that's at a church. That's at a denomination. Yeah. So you can see right now that religion was never Christ's intent. Mm-hmm. So now, now we're going to take. We have to break it down into two types of priesthood. We got the Aaronic order of priesthood. We got the Melchizedek order of priesthood. That defines on what he did in Hebrews. He all the way from Christ speaking about the church, and then the revelation coming through the apostles and the disciples that was finally defined in Hebrews about what this church really was. And just for instance, on, on giving or tithing, I show you the two mm-hmm. primary rules. On Aaron's order of priesthood, it says they take the tithe. On Melchizedek, it says, and Melchizedek received the tithe. Mm-hmm. And so there's a world of difference in the law of tithing, mm-hmm. the legalism of tithing, the legalism of giving, and the willingness to mm-hmm. give. Mm-hmm. And I have been willing to give into the kingdom of God for. 52 years. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful to God. I've never robbed from God in that order. And that's, I still believe that Malachi, I still believe it's true that the tithe is the Lord. So I don't, I don't spend the Lord's money. But the emphasis is he will receive it. Mm-hmm. But I don't have to give it. See, that's mm-hmm. the law. Mm-hmm. Under Moses, you, they, have, they take it. Yeah. And I see men today in the priesthood of Aaron getting from the pulpit and taking up offerings and taking the tithe. They'll use guilt, shame. They'll use a number commands. of things. Any way they can get it to take it. But mm-hmm. they're taking it. Mm-hmm. They're taking, taking it. it. 
See, that's the thing. I'm, and, and when I was up in uh, North Carolina ministering with two, two one of them was uh, uh, he had a healing anointing. That was a word of, a word of faith preacher. And both of them told the pastor, uh, I, take up, I take up my own offering. I thought, ooh, Aaron's priesthood mm-hmm. is among us. Mm-hmm. And I looked at the pastor. I said, the, all, the pastor and these two guys have no idea mm. right now. And I sat there saying this yeah. to myself. They are supporting Aaron's priesthood. And and unaware i i think the body christ uh, what we're talking about right now there there's a lack of knowledge paul would say you know i don't want you ignorant brethren yeah but it's just they don't know and that's one of the reasons what i i wanted to have this conversation because i thought there's a reason that i have this residue of resentment when when it comes to that term right which i want to sanctify now right but i'm understanding that by realizing seeing it in the eyes of the kingdom, it's easy to do. Right. <clears throat> I I still retain that re- resentment and that resistance to the religious order, the, the Aaronic order. Well, let's go back to. We can blend. We'll blend this these two councils, these two cultures, and mm-hmm. that is Aaron's and then the Roman Catholic Pope. The problem with it today, even in the kingdom, they're expecting perfection from the priesthood, mm. and that's Catholic. Yeah. Only, only they say the Pope is That's infallible. Right. Yeah, and, and if that minister has a flaw or shortcoming, mm-hmm. then there's offenses, there's griefs. They they catch him in something, mm-hmm. and when they do, it causes offenses. Well, that's because they're religious. They're expecting. Gosh, I can't believe Randy would cut somebody off on the freeway. Yeah, I did. I wish I hadn't done that. You knew you were doing. Oh yeah, I did it on purpose, and and it just it just can't. Yeah. People can't they grasp. They can't it. handle that. They can't handle it because I thought you were a minister. Mm-hmm. My God, you're a prophet. Mm-hmm. Well, I wasn't prophesying. <laughs> so, you, and I don't look yeah. at myself as a pope or right. uh, flawless. But I there's an expectation. There is. If you preach kingdom, mm-hmm. then you expect everybody needs a savior. You mean if you preach salvation? Salvation. Uh, if you preach kingdom, I don't. I don't think there's an understanding of preaching kingdom. No, I mean, if you bring the kingdom, say you realize you, you need a savior, right? You're broken. I understand. Yeah, everybody's that's true. broken. That's true. Everybody needs. If if I was perfect, I wouldn't need Christ. I, actually, if I was if I was flawless as the Pope supposed mm-hmm. to be, I'd be a Messiah. Mm-hmm. So there's only one. Right. Right. So the problem of it is is that we don't we don't accept the flaws, yet we believe in a Savior. Mm-hmm. Well, you'd have to ask yourself, if you believe in a Savior, mm-hmm. then everybody I look at needs to be saved, i.e., mm-hmm. they're lost, they're broken, they're hurting, uh, they're undone, they're depressed, they're full of stress, they're yep. anxi- there's anxiety, there's oppression, depression, they got marital problems, they got everybody. Mm-hmm. There's no temptation taking you, but such is common to man. Yeah. So we don't permit Christ to come in as a Savior and a Lord. We don't permit him to come in as a king to rule. He, see, we look at kings ruling to take uh, their dominant, mm-hmm. and that these guys are dictators. Mm-hmm. But this king, Christ, comes in. He says, not it's Gentile, so he mm-hmm. just find it. Mm-hmm. This king comes in and saves your land. Mm-hmm. He saves it for you. He doesn't mm-hmm. want the land. Mm-hmm. Uh, he bought it. You purchased. But when you get liberty, it's it's yours. It's back to you. Mm-hmm. If you seek to save it, you lose it. But mm-hmm. if you lose it, you save it. Mm-hmm. So that's how he does his kingdom. I, he's given me my life back uh, years ago when, he, when I finally gave it. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I still choose to serve him. But in, in Aaron's priesthood, there is it's a order of succession. And it's rules and laws and bylaws and regulations. 
I'm sitting there talking to Paul and Jan Crouch years ago, and I'm explaining what I'm doing right now. And I said, the kingdom, the church, when you come into the church, any denomination, you they give you a little pamphlet, and it shows you what they believe. We yeah. believe. I think it's Statement called the faith. tenets of the faith. Yes, that's right. Yeah, tenets of the faith. And so I said, Paul, every denomination's got them. Everything I believe, we believe, we believe in speaking in tongues. Mm-hmm. We believe tongues is of the devil. Mm-hmm. It's all you know. It's mm-hmm. all that stuff. But I said, according to the kingdom of God, the 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 apostolic order of Jesus Christ, the the foundation of Jesus Christ, the apostle. Mm-hmm. Now here's what we have to get about these five gifts. Check mm-hmm. this out. These gifts came from heaven. Mm-hmm. These gifts are in heaven. That mm-hmm. will be done on earth. Mm-hmm. It was there. There's apostles, prophets, evangelists, shepherds, and teachers in heaven. Mm-hmm. That's his cultural way of mm-hmm. maintaining rule and order of the kingdom of God with these gifts. He brings them down. Yeah. And when he when he was ascended, he left them, mm-hmm. part of still kingdom culture. So these these fivefold according to the church. Mm-hmm. Now we're talking about religious church. These are offices, mm-hmm. these are titles, and these are governmental structures they can rule. That's what they use to conduct the structure and the authority structure of modern day religious Systems and the pastor's the head of the church. Right, he's the man. Yeah, no scripture for that. So, um, what you mentioned just now is that Jesus he gave these after he ascended, and yes. that's why you refer to him as ascension order gifts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ascension, descension order. Mm-hmm. When Christ ascended, he gave gifts. When the Holy Spirit descended, he gave gifts. Right. Okay. And we, but they all came from a culture that we're not aware of. That's amazing. See, from a universe, That's from amazing. a world that we're not familiar with. I'll go from back a to kingdom what... in heaven. Yep. These are just he brought normal. it down. These are normal in kingdom uh, in the kingdom of heaven. These are normal. Normal. And he brought it down so they could become normal here. If you would ever get out of your little world mm-hmm. and travel to other nations, mm-hmm. you would be more comfortable with altered cultural behavior. Mm-hmm. And I went to South Africa, an entirely different culture. And it was easy. I liked it. I loved I adapted. Mm-hmm. And as Paul said uh, in Rome, you, you know, you do as the Romans. In other words, you do. Mm-hmm. You don't offend the customs. You adjust to right. the custom. You adapt yourself. And it was easy. But I don't know. We're, we're so arrogant and, pra- and, and prideful. Uh, Americanized. Americanized. Is a, a bit. It, yes, you can't mm-hmm. get them to understand kingdom. And you talk about a Southern Baptist or you talk to a Methodist or Presbyterian about the kingdom. I, I, so help me God, they have the, don't have the foggiest idea of what you're talking mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. So now you've got Aaron's priesthood. Aaron comes over into the New Testament, follows up with that, and now the pastor is Aaron's priesthood. Mm. And what does Aaron's priesthood do? They buy land and build buildings, yeah. and we call it church, right. and we name it a church, right. whatever the denomination is. Yeah. And in the in the kingdom of God, Melchizedek is the Malik Zedek. Now, from those two Hebrew words, Malik and Zedek, mm-hmm. Malik means king. Zedek is the uh, righteousness or right, equitable, just, fair, comes from a judicial structure. Mm. So you come into the New Testament. Man, this is so much right now. But yeah, you come into the New Testament, you, you have under the kingdom of God, you have judges. But in the religious church, you don't. Right. So over in here, you have the pastor. Mm-hmm. Over here, you are to ordain elders and deacons in the mm-hmm. kingdom. There is no scripture for ordaining those five-fold gifts. Not right. one scripture tells you to ordain an apostle, prophet, evangelist, shepherd, teacher. 
Let me inject because I remember the very first time I started seeing this. I was listening to it and I started seeing it and things started becoming clear. But it was such a it was such a paradigm shift for me. A jolt. It, it's a, <laughs> it's jolt. a jolt. But at the same time, I was I was excited because I thought, oh my gosh, there is clarity to this yeah there, there is, is sense yeah. to this it's not it's not it's not man-made no and that was what excited me yeah. and and the first time i got a glimpse of this and i understand that light more light we we were able to get into more light sure sure over time and even so now with me right <clears throat> i know but the first time i heard this was um 1980 one probably 1980 no no i'm sorry it's not right it would have been 1985 the very first time that i got exposed to this now uh the the series the message that i had gotten my hands on is old it's probably i bet you it's was probably uh ministered or preached in 1980 yeah, probably yeah yeah it, that's right <laughs> it was a message referred to uh and it's still probably available but um uh, it was, I will build my church. I will build my church. And that, uh, I can't remember if it was six or eight tapes. Back then there were tapes. Yeah, that's right, tapes. And they went through all this structure of the church. Yep. And it I talked, really broke it down. Yeah, really, thoroughly. Really broke it down as we're trying to, even right now with the Maris most type of mentality. And I think what helped me <clears throat> was um, the way that it was set up, it, it, it showed how the church was... Uh, taken down. Yeah, it's like Jesus established it, but then Satan cleverly decided, okay, this is what we're going to do, guys. This is how we're going to. It's here. The kingdom of God is here. How are we going to thwart it and set it back because it's here? And so, in this message, what what one of the scriptures that you used was you use the scripture in, in, in Corinthians where it says that, you know, Jesus set in. Yeah, he set. Apostles, prophets, and then it said teachers. And then it said um, governments and gifts. I believe it skips as healings or, or miracles or something. Yep. And so it, it's funny because uh, shepherds aren't even mentioned in that particular no. And you know, in 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 religion, the pastor, the shepherd, right. is first. Right. And First Corinthians twelve twenty eight says the first one, is first is, he's sitting at church first, as apostles, secondary prophets, thirdly teachers. After that, mm -hmm. you have helps, governments, miracles, signs, mm -hmm. wonders. But I've always asked the question: How did the pastor become first when the right. scripture says the apostles, first prophets, second, thirdly is teacher? And the pastor's not even mentioned in right. that verse as being set in the church. Right. He's just a seer. Or he's just a shepherd. Yeah. He's just out in the backyard shepherding. Out in, I mean, the pastor's shepherding. Yeah. But these other guys are part of an apostolic foundation to the church. They're yeah. foundational teams. Yeah. And without them, you can't lay a foundation. So Satan removed those three and started building foundations on denominations. Right. So he found out I will build a I will lay a foundation called denomination and people will build on it. Mm -hmm. And they do, mm -hmm. and they continue to. Mm -hmm. Now I got to ask this question mm -hmm. because when I answer this question, my whole world uh, came clear. Kingdom became clear. What came down? 
What right. came down? That's big because uh, it was the kingdom of God. The culture of the kingdom came down. What? Who came down? What came down? What did he bring? Mm. Now, you answered those three, mm. and you're going to have a real revelation of the purpose of Jesus Christ, and it wasn't to start a religion or build churches. Yeah. Those churches under Aaron's order of priesthood to the New Testament now with pastors are as Moses Tabernacles. Mm-hmm. That's all they are. We're just continuing to build Moses Tabernacles. Mm-hmm. And, and, and even worse than that is, you know, if it were, was Aaron's priesthood, that would be one thing. But it got contaminated by, you know, um, uh, the Babylonian. The thing, what I'm talking about, the ancient one was uh, developed by Nimrod. It came from all yes, the way Nimrod. from Nimrod. That's right. All the way from there. And it's blended itself. And, you know, when, when Protestants came about, they kind of removed themselves from some of the darker elements of the Babylonian Right, cult right. System. yeah, yeah. But the religious stayed. The religion stayed. The idolatry uh, of the other gods right. left. Yeah, but right. you, you could, I could say a number of things right now and ask, tell me, does it go under religion or does it go under kingdom? Mm. So we go back just to those three primary questions: Who came down? What came down? Why did he come? What did he bring? What did he leave when he left? Mm. It, what really took place in this whole mm. system of Jesus Christ? It had nothing to do with religion. So if we could remove total religion, mm-hmm. and like I said, and we, there's so much to talk about on that, just the religion, what we've incorporated. I had to ask the question years ago, and this this, this is probably going to offend everybody in America, <laughs> but I had to ask, Chari- uh, I'm thinking Christmas. Yeah. Christmas. Right. And the word hit me, Mass. Christ Mass. Yeah. If I'm a Protestant, right. I just and at that time I was, now I'm not, but I had to ask myself, I'm neither Catholic nor Protestant. Right. I'm just not a religious man. Right. But at that time I was, and I said, I'm not Catholic. What am I doing involved in a Christ Mass? Mm-hmm. I don't have anything to do with Christ Mass. That's, my, that's a religion I want out of. So I began to have to take a look at that. You get Halloween with all of these religious uh, demons and ghosts, and churches open them up for spook houses, mm-hmm. demons, mm-hmm. evil spirits. They do. So you can see how religious the Easter. I look at Easter; it's all blended with the the bunny and the and the eggs. Mm-hmm. What's that got to do with Jesus Christ? Well, then the the religious Christians like say, well, it's the egg and the birthing forth of. They the, don't want uh, you to the, touch it. They don't. These are gods. Mm-hmm. These right. are the golden calves. Oh yeah. They are the golden calves yeah. that they refuse to yeah. melt down. Hallow's Eve. Hallow's yeah. Eve is another one. Same thing. Yeah. It's supposed to be Hallelujah, but yeah. Satan has turned it into a demonic type of stuff. So, and the body of Christ just goes with this stuff like like sheep to a yeah. slaughter. And they don't they they don't want to they don't want to touch them because they'll say, well, it's for the children. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You know, the, why the, are you trying to mess with that? I would say so. Yes, you're right. The the lies, the deceptions, the demons are for our children. Feed our children to Molech. <laughs> Molech yeah. is the child's sacrifice. Sacrifice yeah. your child to Molech. Mm-hmm. And that's what all this stupid mm-hmm. religion does. So. Last, last, last Halloween, um, October 30th, it, you know, Karen and I, we decided, you know what, we, we got to say something. And so we actually sat down and did this. Mm. And we just put it out <clears> there. You know, this is not, this is not something you want to participate in as, as, as a Christian. Right. And 
uh, and talked about the things that are going on behind the scenes that nobody even knows about. Yeah. The, 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 the wickedness and the evil that's going on behind the scenes with this one little holiday that people aren't aware of. They're not even aware. They're just having fun. But it is. Yeah, it's, it is. It's, it's, a, it's a worship of another God. It's a cultural lifestyle that has nothing to do with the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Come out of this right. world, be you separate. It's a worldly culture. Let's go back to coming down. Mm-hmm. Thy kingdom come. You have to ask the question, did it come? Yes. It, it has come. So did the king come? Did the, did the priest come? Did the sa- Savior come? Did the Lord come? Then those are can pretty much easily answered. Mm-hmm. Then you go into, did healing come? Did yeah. deliverance come? Did salvation come? Did, uh, uh, did the blessings of the Lord come? Uh, did righteousness come? Did justification? Did sanctification? you got to ask what came. Mm-hmm. And then if you're asking, did it come? Then why am I always asking for it to come? Mm-hmm. That's religion. Mm-hmm. You're in a religious mode. Jesus, I'm just asking you. Mm-hmm. And then Jesus would say, so you're asking me to do what I've already done. Yes, would you would you would you bless me? Would mm-hmm. would you would you help me today? Would you deliver me today? I, I'm hurting today. Would you heal my hand today? And all he said was, "I've done that. I I did all of that." And the way we move into that with by in, seeing and entering the king's domain, this is a domain, and then this domain we just talked about: salvation, lordship, headship, all of this about healing, deliverance, salvation, justification, sanctification, forgiveness, all of that, redemption. That's in a domain. Now, that sits over here in a domain, king's domain. He conquered that. Everything he conquered, it was thrown into a domain. He owned it. He conquered it. He owned it. He conquered it. He owned it. He walked around healing all that were all that were oppressed of the devil for this purpose the Son of God manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. And who went about doing good, preaching, teaching, healing all men of sickness and all men of disease? Everything that he did, it became a, a conquered domain. Now, once it becomes a conquered domain, you have to enter it. Mm. You can't enter into salvation until you see it. John John 3 says you can see the kingdom but not enter it. So once you see it, salvation, once you see deliverance, once you see uh, healing, once once you see sanctification, once you see justification, once you see righteousness, then you enter it. At that point, you've entered into a king's domain. Mm-hmm. Now that domain mm-hmm. is becomes a part of your dominion. Yeah. Now you have dominion. Who who has translated me right. from the kingdom of darkness over into the kingdom of God's dear Son, who's delivered me from the power of darkness? All of that is now a deliverance and a trans, transla, uh, transition that translates us over into this packaged domain. It's chapter and verse. And you That's don't exactly and, right. It's, and you don't have to ask. Yeah. You don't have to ask him for these things. I don't. Mm-hmm. You don't have to right. ask him. Now, let me show you religion mm-hmm. again. Take you back to Jesus. They believe Jesus healed the sick. They believe Jesus raised the dead. Mm-hmm. Religion believes Jesus opened the eyes of the blind and made the lame mm-hmm. to walk. Jesus said, the works that I do are not my own. Mm-hmm. The Father dwelleth in That's me. Right. He doeth the works. These works are not mine. Mm-hmm. That's why the works that I do shall you do also. Yeah. And greater works than these, because I've shown you to do it not by divinity. I mm-hmm. came in humanity, mm-hmm. and it was God the Father in me doing the works. So it was kingdom, the kingdom King, of God. Kingdom of God. And what happened? Now, here's, here's another thing about religion versus uh, kingdom. Christ never healed the sick, raised the dead from a priesthood. 
It was from the kingship. Mm -hmm. He was a king, and these are domains that he conquered when he came. Mm -hmm. This wasn't an anointed priest with holy water walking around. This was a king with authority, casting out devils, healing the sick, raising the dead, because the Father had sent him to Mm -hmm. do this, and Mm -hmm. the Father did the works. But he came as a king, and he was backed up by his father as a king. So I have to ask then... Now we're trying, in religion, trying to mimic it from an anointing. Mm-hmm. We're trying to see the signs and wonders and miracles that, that, uh, as there, a priesthood. And there's big ministries who yes. who wrap themselves in that anointing, yep. and they 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 try to market themselves of, of having that power in their lives. They do. They and try they'll, to. They'll <clears throat> use things like blowing, yeah, or. They'll 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 mimic and they they've seen it happen in the past and they try to per- project it and happen yeah. again. They're using a gift. They, they right now there's a guy you know who he is. I ministered with him, and he's he <clears throat> has meetings. He had meetings in South Korea this year and in 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 Africa. Over a million people yep. showing up. Yep, a million people, and. Now, I'm for all that. I want to say this right up front. The results, I'm for. Mm -hmm. The method, I'm not. If we would understand kings and priests. My problem with it is that he is not uh, not giving the credit to whom credit is due. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. Now, do people do get saved? People get healed? Mm -hmm. And that's what I look at and I say, all right, Jesus, you you have an imperfect vessel I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh. He's imperfect. If he knew the kingdom, he would straighten that behavior up. He really would. I, I, I now I I just realized I just uh, connected what we've been talking about for all these weeks is the humanity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's a human being <clears throat> yeah. filled with flaws. You uh, you do everything Christ told you to do to your filter system, whatever it is. Mm. And you'll always you'll do it till you die until you see the kingdom. Mm. When you see the kingdom, this mean I say his whole years upon the earth, however long he was there ministering, <clears throat> he came as a king. Interesting. Let me ask you this: <clears throat> his priesthood mm-hmm. was it on the earth, or did it start when he ascended? It started when he ascended. It did. This is he. This way he began his intercession, mm-hmm. his mediation, his advocacy in, yes. in heaven. Now, what's happened now? Here, let me show you something again. Religion uses it as a spiritual thing, but this is a judicial thing in the kingdom. A when he said, "Do I have a witness?" That's judicial. Mm-hmm. A testimony. That's mm-hmm. judicial. Uh, an advocate, an adversary, that's judicial. When you have a mediator, that's mm-hmm. a judicial counselor. Mm-hmm. When you have an intercessor who intercedes for you, he's a lawyer. Mm-hmm. So this is all judicial. This has nothing to do with some type of uh, anointed priest. It doesn't. It has to do with a priesthood that's after the order of Melchizedek. And there's also judgment as well. Uh, there's the council. There's the council, judge and judgment. And they, yeah, and they make judgments and they make decrees. If you do go New Testament kingdom, in Hebrews chapter 13, verses 7, 13, and 21, those those three verses say, Sub- submit yourself to those who have the rule over mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. Hagaiamai. 
Hagaiamai is, Matthew says, out of Judea shall come forth a governor, okay. Hagaiamai. So now we're talking about governors and judges, and we're talking about that the word Hagaiamai is a, called a judicial system. Mm-hmm. That's what the word is. Mm-hmm. So you are, we, the church, the, the real church, the kingdom of God, mm-hmm. has as a judicial system. Mm-hmm. God said in Old Testament, I will restore the judges as I did in the beginning. He did with Christ. He brought judgment back into the house called, uh, and he did it with Jehovah uh, Sidkenu, the Lord our righteousness. He brought righteous judgment. Mm-hmm. Today, if you notice mm-hmm. this, without judgment, without consequences, the behavior continues on. Right. The right. scripture says this. I wish I could quote it. I might be able to. Uh, it says, uh, if sentence is not passed rapidly, quickly, upon any type of transgression, then it remains in the hearts of the sons of men to continue to do evil. Mm. So without consequences, without mm-hmm. judgment, so you mm-hmm. don't have it in the church. Mm-hmm. You can't bring neuthetic uh, counseling. You can't bring neuthetic or judicial judgment and confront somebody because they get offended and go to another church. They don't want judges. They don't want rulers. They don't want kings. They want a priest. Remind me on neuthetic. Yeah, neuthetic means it's a neuthetic counseling is from the uh, scriptures on uh, a, a warning, or he said, I, I, I admonish you, I warn you. This is when you have a warning system built in the judicial system of Christ. And every, see, you have a warning system on your door. Yeah. Everybody believes in it except when it comes to ourselves. And then I don't, nobody warned me, nobody tell me, nobody ruled over me, nobody, nobody corrects me, nobody speaks into my life. I don't submit to anybody. I don't hear counsel from nobody. I'm my own man. Well, this is a very religious man. This individual is, loves the church, old system church, but he doesn't want to go to it because he doesn't want to be a part of the government of a king. Mm-hmm. See, he doesn't want to come under government rule. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. come into kingship, you're coming un, un, under a governor. And listen to this, what's interesting. In Revelation, other scripture, he says he will rule with a rod of iron. It's poiamen. It's shepherd. It's the same Greek word for the word shepherd. Mm -hmm. Now, let me take you back for a moment and show you in the mouth of two or three, let every word be established. Only one time in Ephesians was the word pastor ever used. (laughs) It can't even be validated. It was it was a mistranslation from right. that religious order in 1611 with uh, King James and his 70 translators. That word is poimen, same word Jesus used in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, shepherd. Wow. This is a shepherd. Yeah. We made it a pastoral office. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and so it, it's a mistranslation, the word pastor. Right. <clears throat> yet it is the top position in the religious order of churchanity in, the, in, in absolutely in the, i was going to say in america but it's in, in the, the protestant church in the church protestant church across the world the pastor is the head of the church mm-hmm. i've heard him use that term this is my church my deacons my elders mm-hmm. whatever i went to one place and i was ministering and they said he, i remember him saying uh now don't give brother shankle the tithe the tithe is mine i thought Ooh, the tithe is the lord scriptures that the tithe is the lord's so this is the religious system that takes the offerings that takes the tithe mm-hmm. and makes and has a, a dozen different ways of manipulating you to do it okay so okay back to um so i, I have a i have a thought here because i'm working with sanctifying my mind concerning the ecclesia the, the 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 kingdom of god has come 
and he he created a church. He built a church. Jesus <clears> built <throat> a church. He built a church. Yes, he did. And then the but world, you can't see it. You can't see it. No more can you concede the kingdom. Right. So the world built one, and it rebuilt it as a religious system. And so I think one of the conflicts that I have is that I don't want to be a part of the religious system. Um, but I see, I see uh, churches everywhere in America, all different ty- types of denominations, uh, different uh, people, and different people in different places spiritually wanting to, in their minds, they believe that they are pursuing God, wanting to be at peace with God. The best they can think is, I need to go to church. That's what they think. I need to get my children into church so that they're in Sunday school so they learn about Noah and the flood. Yep. They know about, you know, the the wise men that came with gifts. And they learn these things that they grew up learning. These are the stories, that, but you hear nothing about the kingdom of Christ right. and his culture. You don't. How he wants us to live and behave and conduct ourselves. Now, this is the difference. In kingdom culture, he builds a body. Okay. In, in the church, they build a building. Yes. And in the religious system, they go to that building. They go to church. Paul said we are the church, mm-hmm. and we have to understand what that means. What mm-hmm. are we? Well, we're his That's body. That's question. Now we're his body. Am I a part of the body of Christ? Mm-hmm. If you go into, these are, these are some of the areas where uh, to fulfill all righteousness, biblical, to obey the word, you go back, there are seven baptisms. Mm. One of those, and, and I'll take you quickly over to showbread, well, you're on the outer court. Yeah, that, we're talking tabernacle. Tabernacle. And, and what I'll do right now is I'll put up a... Um, uh, image so they can yeah, see what you're yeah. talking about in the tabernacle. The first one is brazen altar. Mm-hmm. That's what you call baptized into Christ or baptized uh, into his death right there. Mm-hmm. That's the altar. You mm-hmm. die right there. Brazen altar, then you go into the labor, baptized into water. Mm-hmm. You go over to the candlestick, you're baptized into the Holy Ghost with fire and power. And then you go over to showbread, you're baptized into his sufferings and baptized into his body. Then you go into the tabernacle, you're baptized into his cloud, into the cloud, which is how you walk mm-hmm. with Christ, the, the uh, uh, choreography of the Spirit of God. But over here at showbread, now here's where showbread, here's the people at uh in the church, they want mm-hmm. to live at candlestick. Mm-hmm. They want the power of the Holy Ghost. They want the anointing. They want the signs, wonders, and miracles. They the want tingly the tingly feeling. It's the a emotional sens- it's a, sensation. And it is that. a sensational encounter, mm-hmm. but it could be real as far as their own getting delivered and getting the Holy Ghost. And, and you know, uh, it's a beautiful, I mean, I love it. I mean, I, but these candles. I think about, you know, the lighting and stuff they put in church. Yeah. And, you know, inside that one place, inside a tabernacle, those candles were lit, so you could actually see, as a priest, you could walk in there and you could actually see. Yes. But but only there. When you went the next place, there's no light. No light, buddy. You're led by God. Yes. <clears throat> but this candlestick is where most of the preachers you talk about mm-hmm. that have signs, wonders, and miracles, mm-hmm. they're candlestick ma- makers. That's mm-hmm. what we, I call them. They're, they're, they minister from candlestick. But to go on to perfection and mature in Christ, then you've got to go over to showbread. 
And this way you, you are baptized into his suffering, and then you get baptized into his body. Lots of this can go on here and be independent of the body of Christ all your life, but you'll nobody will know it because your signs and wonders and miracles, and they come to the meetings and tens of thousands of mm-hmm. people show up. Mm-hmm. You may be a rogue, independent, and lawless, but they'll never know it because mm-hmm. the anointing covers right. that. Right. But over here, baptism into his sufferings, when you drink the cup of suffering, you're going to suffer with them. You're going to be rejected. You're not going to be wanted. You're not going to be liked. You're going to be spoken evil of. If they hated you, they'll hate. If they hated me, they'll hate you. Jesus mm-hmm. said, mm-hmm. and he went to his own. They didn't receive him. You're not going to be received. Nobody wants the kingdom. The religious world doesn't want the kingdom. They want their pastor and their denomination. But in then then the second one is baptized into the body. Now this is where I live. Mm-hmm. Baptism into the body is not sprinkled into church entity. Mm-hmm. It's baptized into a body. Mm-hmm. This goes into Hebrews when he talks about joints and marrow. And there's a scripture here. I was thinking about when you were talking a while ago. Mm-hmm. And let's see if I can take you to it. Uh, there's another thing you can find. That, well, yeah. I was just going to say that that baptism into his body, He said, this is one of the conflicts where he had with disciples that were following him. He had mentioned, you know, unless you eat of my flesh and drink of my blood, you, you can't have no part of me. Yeah, yeah. And... A, a verse or two after that is that many of them no longer followed him because this is a too hard of a saying. You know what you're asking of. I don't think I'm willing to do that. That's right. It's no longer my will. It's your will. Yep. That's yeah. exactly the problem. Mm-hmm. It was dying. Dying is a tough. That's it's a, a tough line. Word. That's, that's a that, tough. That word. baptism suffering separates them all. Hey, look, man. Uh, you, the moment you go to this baptism of suffering, you'll retreat quickly back to Candlestick. Right. Yeah. I yeah. mean, hallelujah. Yeah. Let's have people, a revival. People love you. They call yeah. you. They want to sign you up for oh, another yeah. seminar, yeah. and the and lit beat goes yeah. on. But uh, you know that that suffering. That's when you get faced with marismos. Yes, it does. The end of your life. That's it. If I were to talk today, in fact, I, before I came down here. My wife fixed me a wonderful little Thai meal. Boy, it's mm, delicious. Nice, nice. And uh, I eat very small before mm-hmm. any talking or anything. I just don't like a lot of food. But I, she said, I, I'm really, I'm so, I so love you, Randy. And I said, I so appreciate you. And I said, well, I'm going to go. And, and I said, we're going we're gonna to glorify Jesus Christ and talk about the kingdom of God tonight. And, and she loves that statement. And she said, and I'm, she's at the, she's over there cooking, she said, and I'm domestically inclined. <laughs> <laughs> so you tell, you tell women that today, it's a slander to them. See, there's no value, no premium, uh, but you have to die. <laughs> you have to die to become what God wants you to become. You're not going to be able to do it with your American culture. Mm. But here's what he said here. He said, uh, and I love this. If you're going to build a body, mm-hmm. it starts with the head. Mm-hmm. Christ, and he's called the head of the body, which is the church. That's what Colossians call it. I'm the head of the body, which is the church. Mm-hmm. Now it starts with the head, and then he's going to build the body from the head down. And here's what he says in Colossians. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning of the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. But the problem of it is, it says that they did not con- behold the head. Now this is the problem. They behold pastors. Because they want to build that denomination. But in the kingdom, you behold the head, which is Christ. Ah. And he begins to put the body together. And he does it in an incredible way, uh, to say the least. And here's all, here's all the things that Christ does. Listen to this. Uh, Ephesians 2, 21 and 22. Fitly framed together. Mm-hmm. 
in whom the whole whole building fitly framed together. And we're, now we're talking about the building of Christ, the mm-hmm. body. The, now we're talking about a body, mm-hmm. not a building. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he says he, when he when the head puts it together, it's fitly framed. He comes together bone to bone, joint mm-hmm. to joint. Mm-hmm. And he says, and then in uh, he says it will be framed together, builded together. And then uh, Ephesians says fitly joined together, compacted together. Uh, Colossians two two says knitted together. Colossians two nineteen says knit together. Then um, the one I'll, my favorite is First Corinthians twelve twenty four. He said tempered. Hmm. Now the tempering is where the heat starts. Oh, okay. And then it has to be melted and blended together. That's where it gets more difficult. I don't have time, not going to, for each one of those. Each one of those is a master builder, Christ using. Uh, framed, builded, and then tempered. He used the compacted, joined. He does all that together to build the body. The body. To build the body. Wow. My two joints. Now, mm-hmm. I have two primary joints I'm joined to in the body of Christ. And every joint has one in front and one in back, or each has two. Okay. Except this last one here, and it, mm-hmm. but it, it has one. But I every, see what you're saying. Put so it together. You're talking about the body, the, the body anatomy of, of the body. Now, if you will look at this, this mm-hmm. is my body, Jesus okay. said, okay. which is broken for you. Mm-hmm. This was the church. Right. This was the building. Yeah. This is what he's talking about right here. Mm-hmm. The kingdom of God, me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to build my body. I'm going to build it out of bones, and I'm going to build it out of people. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so what he does, he brings people together. Mm-hmm. And then he joins them together. Then he knits them together. Mm-hmm. He compacts them together. And the last and final thing is he tempers them. Mm. So I have two primary uh, men that I'm joined to, mm-hmm. Shelly Alley and Jeff Arrington. Mm-hmm. These are my two primary joints and marrow brothers. Mm-hmm. Now, when I say joints and marrow, when you're joined to the body of Christ and you're knitted to it, mm-hmm. and, 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 and we've been tempered through differing, and uh, not agreeing mm-hmm. and arguing about certain things or not accepting certain things, but we don't divide. Mm-hmm. We, we can differ and not divide because we don't believe that we came together on our own. Mm-hmm. I believe God joined us, so we have to honor Christ. There's no way I can split with Jeff and Shelley because it's God's will for my life. It doesn't matter. I can't do it. It's not, it's, it just can't do it. That's my first joints. But he's, he's got to put you in the body. Mm-hmm. And when he puts you in the body, he will build his body. Now, here's what saddens my heart. Every believer in, the, in America, let's start with America, they, and they're born again, and let's just say they're born again, spirit-filled, but I can't join myself to them unless I join their church. Mm, yeah. You see yeah. what Satan has done? Yeah, I, I know what we you're saying. We can't build the body. Yeah, we have yeah. To, I have to join that church and build that denomination. Yeah. And or um, what I've learned is that there are things that I would like to say to individuals, but I know that if I say something to an individual, they would have to sever their ties to me because the 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 denomination they're a part of yeah. wouldn't be able to pallet that right. type of a conversation. And this happened to me in the past where, you know, years ago when I were was um, you know, let's in the nineties, I would go and begin to fellowship at a at a different uh church. Yeah. And it was fine as le- long as I kept my mouth shut. Always is. 
As soon as I began to say something, they would want to have a meeting. What are you talking about here? If you're talking kingdom. Yes, exactly. The kingdom is a conflict. Yes, it brings a yeah. sword. You know, you can sit down with a Baptist and a Pentecostal and talk that and have coffee, and they'll laugh and disagree. You right. bring up kingdom, yeah. there's an offense takes place. Yeah, it's interesting that that's the truth. <laughs> yep. You know, it's it, bizarre. Yeah, it's really interesting because I was trying to, re, I was recalling the conversation, and the conversation that I was having was like, you know, the importance of discipleship. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, wait a minute, what are you talking about? Yeah. And so everywhere I went, and it was, it was, it was crazy, and it had a lot to do with like the Marismos. I, I realized that there's a separation constantly. Always is. Yeah. And every place <clears throat> that I ended up. It was like, okay, I yeah. don't fit here. I don't yeah. fit. You know, I can't. If you go kingdom, mm-hmm. you'll fit nowhere but in kingdom. Mm, yeah. And now let me take you to this body, <laughs> this joint and marrow statement. <laughs> These coming together joints, uh, bone to his bone, Ezekiel said. This is joint and marrow. Marrow uh, is repro- is produced by the blood. Mm-hmm. The life of the flesh. The li- Now I'm talking again. Christ, mm-hmm. here's his the head. Mm-hmm. And then from down here is us, right? This is him. He's mm-hmm. the head. He's the head of the church. Mm-hmm. He's the head of the body. Right. And the scripture, he's the head of all principality and power. Yeah. And God is the head of Christ. So mm-hmm. now we have headship principles to have to, we have to look at. So in the kingdom of God, there is this headship principle. And in headship principle, it's a governmental structure where the thinking takes place from the head, not from the body. Over here, it's ruled by deacon boards. In the mm-hmm. kingdom of God, it's ruled by Christ. He's mm-hmm. the head of the church. The pastor will rule it. The deacon board will rule it. Mm-hmm. Or Christ is going to rule it. Headship principles belong to Christ. It doesn't belong to the pastor or the mm-hmm. deacons. Mm-hmm. So Christ makes the decisions. And then Christ tells us to, or, on John Samir, I'll get back to that for a moment. The life of the flesh is in the blood. And when you join yourself, or Christ joins you to the body of Christ in joints and marrow, it produces a marrow. Life goes through that body. Now, this is how Christ does it. But you can't produce. If this knuckle gets disconnected, it will. It'll be. It'll have to be uh, taken Am- off. It amputated. Is, it'll be amputated because uh-huh. it won't. It won't continue to live. So it has to be. And I use the term dislocate to relocate. Mm-hmm. There are times you have to dislocate. Uh, in Christ, because you're out of location, and you relocate for connection. Mm-hmm. If I may say, that's what you and I have done. Right. We dislocated yep. one time. Now mm-hmm. we've relocated, mm-hmm. and we're bringing life. That shows mm-hmm. us we're part of the body. Now yeah. we're part of the body of Christ. We're flowing together as the body of Christ. And when you do that, and you're fulfilling that divine purpose, you're now a part of the headship of Jesus Christ. You're mm-hmm. part of building his church. Mm-hmm. Now he'll link you and link you and link you and link you and mm-hmm. continue, and you'll have then indirect links, and you have direct mm-hmm. links. So this whole these fingers right now depend on this uh, wrist and this wrist yeah. depends on you follow me yeah. and this elbow yeah. so it's a dependence to yeah. build the body yeah that's where <clears throat> i think that i would um that's where i think that i would go wrong is whenever i would feel like i don't belong here or i'm uh you know if i open my mouth and and, and what i'm saying isn't isn't uh welcome in a in a denomination yeah i would break away from that and but I didn't have a place to reconnect to. Yep. And so I would dislocate, up, but couldn't relocate. Right. And yep. so <clears throat> what I would do is I would just become solo. Yeah. I would um, I would continue my fellowship with God. I would continue in Scripture, uh, my life. But I didn't have that 
uh, that connection within the body. That's it. And that was a frustration because I thought every time I try to, I don't fit. Yeah. And it was the kingdom, the part of me that was kingdom didn't fit. To build a kingdom fellowship has been a real challenge for me. It has. Now, here's the reason. In the church, you ordain uh, pastors. But over here in the kingdom of God, you ordain elders. I wanted to ask about that specifically because I, I, I went over and started looking at all the notes that I have uh, from, from way back, and I just started scanning them. And I thought, man, you know, this is the kingdom of God. This is scripture. This is biblical, um, how it is supposed to be structured within the kingdom of God. The way that the church is set up within the kingdom of God, it's scriptural, it's biblical, it's black and white. Yeah. You can read it. It's so obvious. But <clears throat> religion has so established, and they have taken such a root in the minds of how we think that church is set up. They'll even use some terminology that is as that's used in, in the kingdom, but they don't define it properly. Right. And so without defining it properly, they'll use a term like deacons. And there's a role that the king that the kingdom describes that a deacon has in the body of Christ, and it's not a governmental role. You know, now, I mean, you're it, talking about in kingdom or religion? In, in religion, yeah. Now, religion, they call them deacon board. They're right, the government, right? See, they call them, right. But in the kingdom of God, deacons are, are helps ministry. Helps, they're helps. They're not they're, governments. They're not governments. They're helps. Yeah. Elders are governments. Deacons are right. helps. And that's the problem with we have on these two systems. And I, I, I have known for years the conflict, your struggle, mm-hmm. and I, I do relate to it. I understand mm-hmm. it. See, I do not like to go to church. Now, in the 80s, you had a dream to build, to put together a fellowship right. that it could be set up correctly. Yes. And this is after you had uh, taught about uh, I Will Build My Church, yep. that, that series. And then when in Marshall... It was set up with an eldership. That's right. And still is. Yes. And so what was unique about it was that eldership had a defined role in that body. And it employed it. what it was supposed to be is eldership. The eldership role was twofold. Twofold. And that's not understood. No. It's not understood. And so that's why I, w- I wanted to go over that some. And, and, and just to, just so that, um, just so that there will be a, a reality that there is a, there's, there's an order to the way that the kingdom of God is set up. So eldership. I, I want to go into, I know this is opening a, a whole bunch. Oh, we're I talking it, about it has eldership. To be open if we're going to talk kingdom. We're, so we're talking, okay, so Jesus said, He's he set up his church here. He brought it here. Right. Then Paul gets a revelation, and he understands the way that the body is structured and the why, way the why, master builder. Why do you think God took him to heaven, Paul? Well, I tell you what, he probably saw the he culture. He saw the culture. Wow. And when he came back, I never thought he was about the that. only man who had he the was revelation. The only one. Even Peter could not understand. Yeah. And you can't until you see how they yeah. lived there. They trusted him. Sure, they did. Peter, this, like, guy, this guy had a revelation oh, of the yeah. kingdom of God. You're right. And he was the one who brought us the revelation he of did. it all. Yes. Now, here's the thing I ask you. You don't ordain the elders if they don't have elders in heaven. 
Mm-hmm. But Revelation, there's 24 elders around right. the throne. Yes. When That's Paul right. went there, he saw these scripture. elders. That's scripture. He, that's biblical. Yeah. He saw these ordained elders. And in heaven, I they, never thought of they do two things. They rule mm-hmm. and they shepherd. Wow. They bishop and shepherd. These are the so, two words they use. So that's, 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 that's what I wanted to get into because this is, this is, this is the proper kingdom structure of the body of Christ, the church. Ordained elders, not Ordained pastors elders. or prophets. Right. And so we're not talking about a pastor. No. We're not talking about um, uh, a bishop like you see with a collar wearing Religious. Collar, where they're ruling over um, different towns. Different right. towns have different parishes yeah. and they rule, they, they, they control, they control yeah. all the different churches. They do. That's not what Paul was talking that's about at all. Even, that's not even biblical. There's no. no scripture for that. Let me throw something out that's offensive. When Christ ascended, mm-hmm. he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, shepherds, and teachers. Mm-hmm. Now, that's biblical. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, here's what religion says. And when Christ ascended, he gave pastors, associate pastors, assistant pastors, youth, youth leaders, and co-pastors. Yeah. Music directors. I mean, where in the world do they get this stuff from? What book are they reading? There's none of that in the Bible. Mm-hmm. There's no associate pastor, assistant pastor, co-pastor. The other thing is by... Uh, That's that, frustrating. Oh, it frustrates the dog out of me. See these wives that are co-pastors because mm-hmm. their wife is a pastor. So I meet with all the elders' wives years ago, including mine. And I was an uh, ordained elder, Mike and Jerry. And then came Jeff and, and Dwayne after Mike and Jerry. And uh, Jerry has passed on. But the emphasis... I met with all these wives and said, let me tell you something biblically. Just because I'm an elder, you're not an elder. I told Chris, because I'm a prophet, that doesn't make you a prophetess. And I said, if I was a pastor, which I'm not, I don't have that gift, I don't have a shepherd gift, then you're not a Mm co-pastor. See, they get that by association. Mm -hmm. No, when Christ is in, he gave it. They would say, they would argue, well, we're one flesh. Yeah, we're Mm -hmm. one flesh. So if he's an apostle, I'm an apostle. He's a prophet, I'm a prophet. Yes, no, you're one flesh. That's a spirit gift. These are spiritual gifts. These aren't carnal gifts. So it has nothing to do with your carnality. Mm -hmm. Your carnality and your fleshly desires are in your humanity. These are over in your deity in Christ, your Mm -hmm. divine nature in Christ. So you can't blend those two. They don't blend. Mm -hmm. So you're comparing spiritual to spiritual but now they're trying to blend carnal to spiritual and, and it doesn't work it's husband and wife it's that's, a husband and wife that's, that's, all, that's all it is that's all that's it is, all it is. <laughs> so i didn't bring my wife down here and have to split 50 50 with her right she's sitting over here now okay randy now it's my turn to talk right you see i right. mean no we don't have we don't have so, that stupid stuff in the kingdom so what excited me was i saw eldership and the eldership was broken down into the rightful roles for an elder and that's what was the 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 aha moment i was like whoa i get it okay so an eldership an elder that's ordained by god in the body of christ he has two roles functions that he is supposed to uh um, contribute to the body of christ contribute and how to take care of the body of christ uh one of them being a bishop Bishop. and one of them bishop yeah and one, and the other one being a shepherd. A shepherd. Now, true shepherd ministry yeah. is, is not in the fivefold as we have it in churchianity. The pastor, right? A true ordained, yes. And and rightfully so, because as we saw in the 
if it's done improperly, it could become a damaging role. Well, it is. It could become an abusive role. Sure, sure. Because that's where we had that term that developed in the 80s, which was called shepherding. Yes, shep- and it was, shepherding discipleship. Movement. And it was frowned upon. Yeah. Because what happened is these individuals, they took that position and they began to lord over people. Yeah, that's right. And that's called dictatorship. Yeah, yeah. But that's because elders, elders did not understand at that time, coming out in the 70s, they mm-hmm. almost had it. Mm-hmm. They did. They mm-hmm. almost had it. But they didn't understand the bishopric, and they didn't understand what it was to be a poem. So let's take break it down for a moment. Acts and Peter says, for every elder, you are to feed the flock of God, taking the oversight. Well, the That's word it. feed is poimen, and the word taking oversight is the word bishopric. That is so good because it's right there. It's right there, right there. He says, there. elders, this is what you're supposed to do. You are a shepherd, and then you are to bishop. That's it. And when we bishop, now I'm going to back up on what Joe said because mm-hmm. these guys that wear the collars, I almost had one tonight. <laughs> These guys that wear the collars and rule over churches. Mm-hmm. Jesus, is, Peter said, that Jesus, we've returned unto the shepherd and bishop of our souls. Another scripture. Another scripture, 1 Peter 2.25, we've returned to the shepherd and bishop. Well, in religion, you might return to him as a shepherd, but you don't want the bishop because the bishop bishops the soul. He doesn't bishop churches. That's that's true. See, that's the, the reality of yeah, it. Yeah. And in the soul, a real bishop, a, a real, real bishop, bishop understands how to take the oversight of a suke realm. The suke being the soulish realm. And and to go dig a little bit deeper to understand the word bishop is that Greek word. We've talked about it, but it's episcopo. Episcope. Uh-huh. Episcope. And it means to, um, like, overscope. It's yes, like it is. to be able to take the oversight. It's almost like the, the thinking of having a scope on a rifle. It is. And being able to zero in, lock into your target, and you have perfect sight. You do. You see clearly what they don't see about right. themselves. Right. And it's their, their soul. <clears throat> right. It's the soulish realm. Yeah. When you, I use the term when I'm teaching, episcopus. Now, that's not how you pronounce it. Okay. But it shows you the two Greek words on how to break it down. Epic means over, up, on. Mm-hmm. And then scopus, which we get the like word scope, scope yeah. on a rifle. Yeah. So you're taking the oversight, oversight, you're over it. And topus. God, uh, he, he the, the operations fall under the, the, the jurisdiction of God. Yeah. And so... An ordained elder who has been set in the body of Christ has that ability. They have that ability. They they're, not, have that ability. they're not making it up. They're no. not using their own um, rationale or instincts. Right. They have a gift of God anointed in this proper kingdom role to do that. Yes. And I love, I love, I, I, I really loved this wisdom, which was what. In the wrong hands, that position in the wrong person's hands can be very dangerous. So let me p- put it into the wrong hands. Wrong hands are usually a, uh, an undisciplined or an unlearned individual about that, a novice, and that was me. Mm. When I got the revelation of it, I became a controller. Mm. I thought control was spiritual authority. Well, that goes back to the 60s and 70s mm-hmm. with the sons, uh, with discipleship, uh, mm-hmm. s- uh, submission discipleship movement. Mm-hmm. And then in those days, it was, and I was there in the, when that broke out in the 70s in California. And Joe, you couldn't buy a washer and dryer unless you submitted it to the elders. I mean, the revelation was being presented and it was, uh, I mean, there, there's, 
It went wrong. It went wrong. Controllers. But, but the revelation is powerful. The revel- I didn't throw it away. Okay. I saw the truth of it, but I had I had to sanctify it. Mm-hmm. And in Christ, you don't exercise authority over. You don't exercise dominion upon. You have to take those two scriptures and bring them into the bishopric mm-hmm. because in oversight and in ruling, you're Lord. Now, so mm-hmm. the revelation for me was when I finally got it, Randy, you're a ruler. You're not a Lord. Mm-hmm. That's when I saw I'm lording over God's heritage. Mm-hmm. Peter says, do not lord over God's heritage, but rule them. Mm-hmm. Now, how do you do that? Well, ruling is, is, as I said, there are five different Greek words for the word ruling. So you have to learn, mm-hmm. an elder has to learn five different ways he rules a fellowship without lording. Christ is Lord. We can't touch the lordship of Christ. Now, to do that, and this elder, now he has this twofold thing to do. He has to, he has to know how to take the oversight, right. and the oversight now means he has to learn how to rule without lording, and then he has to fi- uh, learn the five primary ways he rules with the Word of God without lording. And then as a shepherd, he has to understand the two Greek words, bosco and poimeno, and he says, the, the Scripture says, you bosco the babies, mm-hmm. feed, the, feed the babies, which mm-hmm. is bosco the babies, I call it. That's the Greek word, bosco and you appoint male the elders. Yeah. And then to do that, he says, the way you do that, you bring the milk of the word to the babies and the meat to the to yeah. the mature. Yeah. It's now, so plain. It's this, so plain. This, this is taught. This is why I it's biblical. Taught. It's what I teach to all the elders. This yeah. is your responsibility. Yeah. This is what you're supposed to be doing and get busy about doing it now. And then you don't have to just say, teach the babies or uh, <clears throat> feed the milk to the babies. There's scripture of what you're supposed to be teaching. Yeah. Foundational principles. Six, six bottles. It's the, all the six biblical. baby bottles. Start it's with the babies. It's all right there, Joe. It's all right there. It's all there. And and the other thing I was going to mention earlier was uh, I thought there was really good wisdom in, in, in the area of the bishop ministry or the functioning of the bishop overseeing people's souls. Uh, there was a a, a, a a nice illustration. I thought it was really well delivered. It was um, to, to uncover the purpose, the three yeah. purposes. Uncover, uncover discover, discover, recover. recover. Yeah. That's just if if you do that, and you're an honest, and and you're a you're a um, a biblical man. Or um, so let's do some bishopric. Oh boy, here we go, people. Let's I've been right wanting now. to do talk to you about these things. You know, there's some. <laughs> Let's do one right now, a simple one. Okay. Well ago, and this is what I see. Mm-hmm. Well ago, he said, I need to sanctify that. You can't yeah. sanctify it. That's where your trouble is. Mm-hmm. So I would look into it with insight. Insight into the bishopric is this is what I see. We're going to uncover that you have a fallacy you're trying to do. You can't do it. Right. You cannot sanctify what you're trying to sanctify here. You have to see it and obey it. When you obey mm-hmm. it, you become it. As If you can receive it, you'll mm-hmm. become it. So what you've tried to do is the mingled seed is what's trapped you through the years. And the mingled seed is you see the kingdom. It's tough for you to enter it because you don't want to be a part of this church entity. Right. That's the truth. And I told relate. That's the truth. The difference is I went through the same program, but I made it because I finally, by faith, endorsed. Now, right. the second thing that you don't want to do, trying to sanctify it, how would I do this and not have to go to a church? Mm-hmm. And uh, you don't have to go to a church. Mm-hmm. That's the bottom I've line. I've been fighting that. Yeah, you don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. But what you want to do is like even the church in Marshall, because they have so seasoned and matured now, I'm pretty much just wanting to come in three times a year. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. Three times a year I do. Is that to just reconnect? Uh, no, I bring my gift to them. I, and, and then what I do, I tell the elders, I'm going to be here uh, in May. 
and for three nights, I'm not an elder. Now, I'm an ordained elder there, but then I, I relinquish my eldership. I'm coming in as a gift, one of the fivefold gifts. Mm-hmm. So I may come in as an apostle. I may come in as a prophet or a teacher. And Chris and I just did a mystery of marriage where I came in as a teacher. I asked my helpmate to help me teach to the women, which the Scripture says to the older women, teach the younger women. Didn't tell the women to teach the men. So that's what the charismatics are doing today. Mm-hmm. But what Crystal does is she that uh, second night, she said, I have a word for all the women. Now, the men were there. They, mm-hmm. they can leave if they want to. Mm-hmm. But they stayed. Some did. But, mm-hmm. And a lot of the guys didn't even show up. And, some, of mm-hmm. course, a lot of the single males didn't show up. And, uh, but I think that's a mistake because you still want to learn the Word of God. Wisdom. Yeah, it's, yeah, the wisdom of God. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at all of this, and you're saying, okay, you can't sanctify it, mm-hmm. and you, can't, you cannot uh, bring it to a place where you can understand it. See, you're trying to rationalize yourself into an understanding of how do I embrace the kingdom without endorsing church entity. Mm-hmm. And if I can do that, then I've sanctified this, mm-hmm. and it can't be done. It can't be sanctified no. because it's a mess. No, it can't. You can never sanctify Satan. That's right. my that's my primary statement. Right. I say oh, you cannot sanctify Satan. And people try it all the time. Mm. It can't be done. But as many as received him, to mm-hmm. them gave he the power to become. Mm-hmm. And always the power to become is in the form of reception. Can mm-hmm. you receive the kingdom of God? Can you see it? Mm-hmm. And then if you can see it, then you enter it. You just endorse it. No. Mm-hmm. All you and mm-hmm. your wife would have to do, mm-hmm. let's just say... Uh, uh, three times a year, you come to some meetings, mm-hmm. and you and you join on those meetings because you and I are joined. Mm-hmm. See, we're going we're going with joint marriage. We're not going to a church meeting. Right. We're going to body. Ooh, my joint. Wow. That see that I can I can I can feel at ease with. Sure, you're a part of a joint. You know, I think the thing that makes me rile up, or you know, <laughs> like I love that. I love that. Is is that. Is that notion? You need to. You need to go to. Church. You need to go to. Church. Why are you missing? Why didn't you yeah. show up? Okay, What's Sunday. I uh, Sunday. Yeah. Check this out. And uh, uh, I'll give you two stories that are just hilarious. This one Sunday was Crystal called uh, Arlene. Let Jeff know I'm not going to be there Sunday. In fact, I won't be here the next two Sundays. I'm an ordained elder. Mm-hmm. He'll call me. Randy, I'm not going to be there for the next Sunday. The next two Sundays. Dwayne said, Randy, I'm not going to be there next. We don't have to. We have an eldership. And when you have an eldership, you've got four or five ordained elders that are apt to teach. Yeah, they're, they're, and they've got they've got a bishop and teach the shepherd yeah. and teach. So now feed me, feed me, man. And they're all me. matured. All matured. To be able to do that. So you don't always have to be there. Mm-hmm. So what what was so spiritual, Randy? Well, my son Jared, he calls me the night before and said, "Dad, I'd like to take you and Crystal fishing." I said, "When you want to go?" He said, "Tomorrow." I said, I would love to go, Jared. Now, see, if I am in bondage, mm. now, mm-hmm. Adam had, I mean, uh, Abraham had two sons, mm-hmm. one from a bondmaid religion, mm-hmm. the other one from a free woman. Ooh. And yeah. I am of Isaac. I am not of Ishmael. Mm. And if I'm going to be in uh, in the, the church entity, I'm going to be born from a bondwoman. I'm in bondage. I have to mm-hmm. go to church. I have to be there Sunday. I have to be there Wednesday night. I have to be there every time they open the doors. I have to be there for the prayer meetings. They've created that type of law. The church has. Help me sort through <clears throat> this. Um, I have this pull towards that bondage, and... I believe that some of it it's due to my feeling that I have a responsibility to lead my household 
not just my wife and I, but my 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 family, my you know, and so I want to be a proper influence. And I have this thought, you know, maybe I am supposed to. This is me playing out. I'm not saying this is not formulated. I'm, right, right, right. Maybe I'm to join uh, a fellowship so that I can porter in my children so that they are in for that, bishoping for for just for a wholesome family to belong for bishoping right you can't yeah. join right see in the kingdom of god but that's what i have been fighting. no and we're going to break that yeah. tonight because yeah. I've, I've seen your frustration mm-hmm. for years mm-hmm. in the church you have to become a member right in the kingdom of god and god has set them in the body as it pleases him he said set the members mm-hmm now, what he does, he places members in his body. In the church, you have to join to become a member of the body. Right. This is the law. This is the, the this expected. is where. That's what's expected. Well, that's the bond made. Yeah. That's what the first one was yeah, born. I never saw that before. The first one's born of the bond made. Mm-hmm. And, and now, what's it say to do with her? Cast out the bond woman and her son. What mm-hmm. she keeps reproducing the laws, the legalism, mm-hmm. the letter of the law. Mm-hmm. You have to. You have to the go guilt. to church. You have to be a member. You have to be a part of this church. And then you have to know and believe all of the tenets of the faith. And, mm-hmm. you know, no. See, the moment you joined yourself with me, Mm -hmm. let me take it back to Christ. The moment the head put you and I back together like we were when we first met, Mm -hmm. I could care less about the journey. We've all learned the journey. That's how you mature. You became, at that point, a part of the body of Christ. Mm. Now he will build you. He will temper you. We did a little tempering, a little bishoping. It's always tempering. You do a little bit of that. So it's not a lot of heat, but you're just looking at, okay, no, you can't sanctify it. Mm -hmm. And no, you don't want, you don't have to worry about being a member. Mm -hmm. When he he sets the member in the body as it pleases him, well, where did he set you? Mm -hmm. Well, he set you and me. And I'm not an elder here. Mm-hmm. See, so now I've come in as an apostle. Mm-hmm. So we're talking gifts, right? And then we can your gift and my yeah. gift. You're taking your gift and my gift. We've tempered them, we've blended mm-hmm. them, mm-hmm. and we're getting the word of God out for yes. Jesus Christ. That just blessed me right there. That's exciting. That just blessed really, me right there. Really, the the uh, the mm. contentment and the the um, you know just the the realization that I am a part of the kingdom of God. It's just Yes, overwhelming. It's just a joy. Yes, it is. And it's been, been a long time for me. But I don't think about having to go to church on Sunday. Yeah. I don't do that. Yeah. I really don't. I've, uh, as someone would know me and get to know me a little bit, I have two ships. I'm an eldership and apostleship. I, I've tried to balance both of those and blend them the best that I have learned. Now, look, they've been difficult for me. They have been mm-hmm. because I felt like what I did at the church in Marshall is almost finished. In other words, I've done. They're mature. Mm-hmm. They've seasoned. Uh, these guys understand the the, uh, the ordaining of elders, the ordaining of deacons. They understand kingdom of God. They understand uh, Poimeno, Bosco. They I mean, Hagemai, Kubernetes. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, they got all that down, man. I mean, they do. Uh, canon rule. Canon rule is the number one rule of all ruling. So it's the line. It's the measuring of all rule. Metrons, all they've got all that down, and they do it there. They do it successfully, and then they're taking care of that whole school. Mm-hmm. And that's not my measure of rule, by the way, man. Educational school, <clears throat> the educational school, K through twelve, K through 12. Mm-hmm. and so we have all that going on, which is great. Which is great because you don't want your children 
participating in no. in the the public schools. Woe unto them that go down to Egypt for help. The right. only reason Christians send their children to public schools is the government pays for it financially. Now, is it worth it? No, it isn't. Look at what they're trying now to bring into your children. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. All these children, what they're going through, and I'm, I can't believe they're teaching all this stupid stuff, but not train teaching them. I know it. I know it's crazy, and it it all got exposed during COVID. You know what yeah. what happened? I don't yeah. know if you remember that. What happened was um, they went all to the educational system through through uh, um, tele through the computers. Yeah, that's right. Kids were getting in front of their right. computers. <clears throat> Teachers were teaching them through a Zoom system. And the parents would occasionally peek in to see what was going on, and then they started listening. Parents yeah. started hearing what was being taught, and they're like, what? What are you teaching my kids? And so they rose up. Parents rose up, and they revolted. They, they uh, created a big mess. And then the government began to start targeting these parents. and, and As terrorists. As terrorists. As terrorists. A parent. The parents didn't back down. No, they didn't. They kept on. And they're not finished yet. No, they kept showing up at these um, uh, school board meetings yeah. and just just lit up. Look, man, you're never going to whip the mother bear. That's exactly You're not right. going to do it. That's what I was going to say. It's, it's nature. Yeah, yeah. That's, have to, that's one fight yeah. I, I won't want to You don't want to end on that one at all. <laughs> but here's the, here's the thing. I, don't, I, don't, I think I've said it here before. Uh, it's easy to stop. Just stop sending your kids there. Mm-hmm. Stop sending your kids there. It's like we it's like we got no choice. Yes, you do have a choice. Yeah, there are independent schools, uh-huh. there's Christian schools, and there's homeschooling. Uh-huh. For goodness sake, save your children. I will tell you right now, the United States of America educational system is being sold out to Molech, uh-huh. the child sacrificer. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to sacrifice every one of these children for their own benefit. That's Luciferic himself. Uh-huh. That's that Luciferic enlightenment, that Luciferic initiative. initiative. Yeah. yeah, where they you get initiated into the light of Satan, and Satan has done that with our government through the Porter ministry. He's brought that in. And now his objective is sacrifice these children. Don't you think it's interesting? The moment that goes on to this rule with our judicial system about abortion, the the week or two later, you can't get uh, baby formula. Isn't that crazy? It's still sacrificing children. Isn't that crazy? I saw the news today of a woman who went down to the border, and they have uh, warehouses full of baby formula, diapers, and they won't bring it to – they give it to uh, the – uh, uh, what do you call them? Uh, aliens or whatever mm-hmm. you call them. Illegal aliens. Illegal aliens. Yeah, yeah. They give them to the and they're letting them have it, and they won't. But they won't let the American people have it. So you can see, it's a child. Satan has found a way to do this. Yeah. And what we don't have in America, which if we had the kingdom of God rather than a presidency, mm-hmm. we would have bishops ruling that. Right. You would. Right. They'd oversee that yeah. and end that problem. Yeah. It's easy to solve. Yeah, and then you'd have shepherds that would feeding the babies, and you get the babies bottle and all that to them, and formulas and stuff like that. But anyway, another story. But you, de- you're, you, we are definitely looking at these two today, mm-hmm. and you're, you're beginning. You're right now. What do you do with the children? Mm-hmm. Now here's the sadness. Here's my ter- ter- if we had. We could replicate uh, Marshall in Longview. Mm-hmm. This is your geographical domain. Mm-hmm. This is what God gave you. That's why it's not easy for you to come to Marshall. Mm-hmm. Of all the things that you may have had the reasons not to, they don't. They're not really there. Mm-hmm. That's all figments of your imagination. The only reason it's just not God. Yeah. 
It's that simple. So that you take a deep breath, you rest with that. So what I do with children, with our children and stuff, it would be nice. It nice if we had another yeah. kingdom of God fellowship yeah. here in Longview. Yeah. I recognize that this is my area. My and it's your my domain. Major rule. It, sure, it's yeah. your major rule. It's what God gave you. Yeah. He gave me Marshall. Gave mm-hmm. you Longview, mm-hmm. and the very that's biblical in the Book of Acts. They disperse abroad. Mm-hmm. And they go as as the kingdom. The kingdom has to expand. It has to increase, mm-hmm. and it can't just stay and become some type of uh, utopia. You know, yeah, the bugs life. So. <laughs> <laughs> there'll be there'll, there'll there'll be a place like that in the future when Christ sets up His own. That's the that's the yeah, wonderful that's deal the, of it. That's the beautiful thing yeah. about. It. Right now, we just have a foretaste mm-hmm. and earnest, mm-hmm. as it's called. So so. Do you think that the body of Christ is a foretaste and an earnest? Oh, sure, sure. Okay, okay. He's preparing us on how we're going to live. Right. I mean, this is, we're just trying to learn this kingdom now because we're going to live this way. When you get there, I'm going to use the term, it's going to be a culture shock <laughs> to these denominations. Right. They're not going right. to find a Baptist church, a Methodist church, right. or Presbyterian church. They're not going to know how to come in. Nope. To go, out. go out. That's a scripture. The law of the house. That's a scripture. Ezekiel, right? Yeah. Show the house of the house. Yeah. And I did that. I mm-hmm. took those out of Ezekiel. I showed it. And the house is a body. Mm-hmm. The house is the, whose house we are, Paul said. Mm-hmm. And this is the house of God. Uh, and showed us how it operates. Mm-hmm. So let's take this. Let's take this now and see if I'm right mm-hmm. by, based upon. Now I showed it's all biblical. Yes, it's, without question, yeah. it's biblical. Yeah. They're commanded. The elders are commanded to feed the flock of God, taking the oversight. It doesn't matter if you're using the word taking the oversight or the word bishop. It's same identical thing they're talking about here: shepherding and, t- and ministry. A lot of this <clears throat> information. Now, now. Uh, I learned this conversation that we're having. It didn't become flesh in my life, but I learned I had a good chunk of it back in 1985. Yeah. And that's a lot of years between then and now. A lot of implementation, correcting, perfecting, getting more light. And what I, I was going to get to is that I love that series, and I recommend that you know if people wanted to see it, that that it's available. Mm-hmm. They can order it. It's called um, "I Will Build My Church." I will build my church again. <clears throat> concerning Maticos, yeah. concerning Maticos fills in a lot of blanks. Yes, it what does. We're not covering right here, and yeah. it goes. It, it, it's granular. Uh-huh. Every uh-huh. single thing we're talking about, it takes it even deeper granularly. Yeah. I love to. Uh, have that in booklet form. It's funny. Wouldn't because, that be nice? In it, I would love because that I, I love listening to things or yeah. watch things. But that, I would think, my yeah. gosh, yeah. to be able to have it in chapters and, and yeah. sections and, and diagrams. Woo! Uh, so I recommend people watch it. But I was going to ask this: some of these subject matters are what you taught on at Caddo and at Buffalo. Yes. Yes. You went into the yes. structure. I really covered on on when I went to the uh, to the Cattle River. I went there for all, for almost two months by myself. I taught every day on that river, and then at nighttime I would download it and do mm-hmm. the editing to my skill level, not to your skill level, obviously, but to mine. But you're right. Most of that was shepherds, bishops, uh, porter ministry, mm-hmm. watchman ministry, mm-hmm. uh, govern the church, government versus church, kingdom versus church, 
uh, all of that, the rule of God, how to, how to rule over, how to not lord over, all of that was governmental. For I did 90 tapes, mm. and almost every one of those 90 tapes touch on government, kingdom, and rule, mm. how Christ judicially as well as all the other factors. Just because we threw this out there quickly, but just think about what I said a while ago. Yeah. That this is not a priesthood. Uh, I mean, a, 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 he came as a king and did all these works. He did yeah. this by casting them out because it was his domain. Yeah. He came. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness, and I'm going to drive it all out. This is the king's work. He comes in there and, and destroys. That's really that's really <clears throat> interesting. I, I, I've heard you say that several times, and every time you start to say that, my mind it starts exploding. I start yeah. exploring. Yeah. I'm like, what does that mean? What are the ramifications of what he's saying right there? And I, I, I run that through in that moment, and it gets bigger. Let me give you a big one. Let me take your brain right now and fry it. <laughs> you get this water bottle ready. Kings and priests. Mm-hmm. Hang with me right there. A king, Christ did not pray it. That's a priest. He said it. Mm-hmm. So in kingship, I say, you say it, mm-hmm. you don't pray it. Mm-hmm. Priests will say, Jesus, I ask you to heal this mm-hmm. individual and bless this and whatever. But a king will say what Jesus said. Jesus, if you will, you make me whole, I will be whole. Mm-hmm. Never prayed, mm-hmm. never asked God to do a thing, never asked the Father to do it. John 17 is the only time he started, that we saw him praying, but that was for us. And that he would get through this system, that, I mean, the situation he's in. That's authority. That's kingdom. That's a, it's kingdom, king's authority. authority. Let's see right now, a king came in here. Uh-huh. A king. We're talking about a king over yeah. Longview. Yeah. He said, I want you two boys out of here. I want you to shut it down now. What do we do? We shut it down. We shut it down now. If not, you're going to pay for it. Yeah. If a priest came in here and said, I'm praying that Jesus Christ will, you know, that I'm asking Jesus Christ to shut this <laughs> thing down. I say, get out of here. <laughs> kings rule priests. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kings ruled priests. Old Testament. Kings ruled priests. Mm-hmm. And the only man, only man that, that did it and got by with it was David. He was he he operated in the priesthood and touched the uh the the, 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 the bread, bread, the man, yeah. he shouldn't have done it. But God didn't and all the rest of them died. Yeah. But he was a type and shadow of Christ who's gonna be both king and priest. Mm-hmm. And you have to and I'm a king and a priest under mm-hmm. God. You're a king and a priest mm-hmm. under God. So I have to make a distinction between my kingship when I meet someone that's sick, diseased, or infirm. I don't have to ask God to do a thing, it's his will to do it. Mm-hmm. Did it come? Mm-hmm. Did the healer come? And this is a is this a an authority that has been granted to us as 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 um, followers of Christ? One hundred percent. Listen to what he said. Behold, I give unto you power. That's mm-hmm. exousia, not dunamis. Authority. Authority. Translated authority. Behold, I give unto you authority to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the dunamis. Power. Power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. A priest doesn't get that. Mm-hmm. The king gets that. Mm-hmm. You've been given authority. Priest, you've been given power. Mm. So we have dunamis. Behold, tarry until the Holy Ghost comes up. You shall receive power. Mm-hmm. Now, listen to what he said in Acts 1.8. You shall receive power to, to be witnesses. Didn't say to witness. Mm-hmm. You're going to be one. Mm-hmm. Your life wow. is going to be so full of power. You're yeah. going to have so much authority as a king, so much power as a priest. Your life is going to be a witness. It didn't mean go out and pass out no, Bible tracts. No, it tracks. does not. It didn't <laughs> say go out and, and, and witness. It said you will be yeah. you. Yeah. You are the witness. You're mm-hmm. the testimony. Now listen mm-hmm. to what that means. 
I'm going to bring you in. Jesus, I'm going to bring you into court, mm -hmm. and you're going to testify for me. You're mm -hmm. going to witness for me. You're going to do it with power. Mm -hmm. Wow. I said, let's do this, Jesus. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I, have, I can give you dozens of cases, hundreds of cases, where I never prayed. I never laid hands on them. I just said it. And when I said it, it just was instantly done, just like that. I believe in laying on the hands. It's one of the six foundational stones. One and of the, the elders are, uh, are asked to do that. If, sure. if James says it. James, call for the elders. Mm -hmm. They'll anoint you with oil, lay hands on you. But listen to this. Not only said would you be healed, but if you've committed sins, they're forgiven you. That's amazing. That right there tells That's, you an awful lot. Did yeah. it come? Yeah. You know, when I, when I, when I, there are certain verses that you read and you're like, what is that? Yeah. Wait a minute. That's that's. I gotta put that aside and spend some time with it. And that's one of them. Well, let's go to that for a moment. You okay. want take? You want okay? Lick yeah. This cat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's go. With it. You go to the New Testament, and it, and Christ comes along. And I love the statement: "Whether is easier to say, Ooh. thy sins be forgiven thee, or rise and heal." Mm -hmm. Now, here's what they did in those days: they did not believe God had the right to forgive. But they accepted that Christ had the power to heal. They didn't believe that he had the right to forgive. That's right. He wasn't but, God. Yeah. But they, they thought, they thought, they thought, okay, he can heal because he might be a prophet. He can heal. But, but how he dare he say? Yes. Now, 21st century, it flips. Mm -hmm. We believe he has the power to forgive, mm. but he doesn't have the power to heal. Mm. Mm. And I'm thinking, where did this pass away? Mm -hmm. See, where the, so you can see Satan in different dispensations reversing it when it makes it work. And so James <clears> says <throat> something similar. He said the same thing. Wow. Let's go to uh, Psalm says, uh, forget not all of his benefits, who forgiveth, who healeth. Mm -hmm. It's one of the same. Mm -hmm. One of the same. Mm -hmm. I can give you a dozen scriptures, literally, and I can right now. A dozen scriptures shows you, did salvation come? Did healing come? Did mm -hmm. deliverance come? Did Christ come? Did yes. a Messiah, did it come? Is it here? Yeah. Then Jesus said, yes, it's at hand. It's nigh thee. Now, when he said that is, it's as close as when you want to reach out and grab it. Mm. It's not a far from you. Do not say it's far off, the scripture mm -hmm. says. Where is it? It's nigh thee. Now, this way he says, it's nigh you. The kingdom is nigh you. Then Romans says, where is it then? It's in your heart and in your mouth. Mm -hmm. And when you say it, mm. boom, you've got it. Wow. You've got it See, when you say it. That is a revelation yes. that we have got to. If you believe you can say it as a king. Yeah. Now, See, if that say, makes a if big you're difference If you're saying it there. as a priest. It's never been illustrated that way. No. So how do you, when you, without knowing that, it's just a nebulous thought. Remember I told you I went to uh, Mexico, flew down to Mexico? Yeah. Go into this house. Right. I said, bring me the sick. You got any mm -hmm. sick here? Mm -hmm. Yes. Ma'am, you're healed in Jesus' name. You're healed. She was healed instantly, this little Mexican woman. She was a little servant in the house. Just had high temperature, high fever. Not as a priest. Not as a priest. But as a king. I sin as a king. I'm in a domain. Mm -hmm. you got to understand metrons here. This is a metron. This is a re region, a realm that has to be dominated by kings. And you have the right to dominate that sure area because, because you have been commissioned. Well, what did God give us in the garden? He tell us. He told the first Adam, "Dominion, dominion." What did we give up? Dominion. So if we gave up Price. dominion, we gave up a domain. Mm -hmm. Satan took both the domain and the dominion. He operates and op and functions it there from his own kingship, which he's not a king. He's a fool. But nonetheless, Christ came down. So I'm taking both the domain and the dominion because king dumb. Mm -hmm. The king's domain, the king's dominion. Mm -hmm. 
And he did every bit of this work as a king, king. every bit of it. I shared it at the fellowship. I've done it probably a dozen times. Say it, don't pray it. And, mm-hmm. But, you know, some will get it and some mm-hmm. won't. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it's not given to everybody to understand the mysteries of the kingdom. Jesus mm-hmm. said that. He did say that. He did say that. So I'm aware of the fact that not everybody's going to get it, but that's not my part. I'm a, I'm a scatterer. Mm-hmm. I don't worry about the four grounds. That's his problem. I'm just supposed to scatter the seed, and I'm scattering it right now. Yes. Wherever it falls, Yes. you know. That's where it falls. But if you can, if we could get the fact that you and I are kings, mm-hmm. and He's given us domain. Now, see, I'm an elder of Marshall. You are appointed here in a domain over Longview. So let's forget eldership right now. Let's forget that you are a king appointed by Christ in Longview. I'm a king appointed by Christ in Marshall. Mm-hmm. All we gotta do is accept our authority and say it. Represent Him. Mm-hmm. What would Jesus do if he was? He'd raise him from the dead. What yeah. would Jesus do? He'd, he'd right now heal him. If you go look at Jesus' life, you won't find him praying to the Father to do anything. Right. He didn't do that. Mm-hmm. He just ruled. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He ruled it. Mm-hmm. I loved it. He communed with the Father. Yeah, he did. He knew who's doing the works. Yep. You and I know who's yep. doing the works. Sure I mean, I, do. I, I can't heal anything. I yeah. couldn't. You know, no, I don't. Can't heal anything. So, so. <clears throat> Um, let's see. If I could it. heal something, I'd turn it around and empower and kill all the fire ants. <laughs> yeah, right. right. <laughs> so um, I'm thinking about people who are watching and listening, and they're faithful members of their fellowship. And they're, they're, the ground just came out from underneath them. Yeah. And the last thing I want to do is to cause somebody to... Uh, well, I don't know. As I'm saying that, as I'm saying that, I was about to say I'd hate for them to just have their worlds fall apart. And and then I think about um, what's the alternative? The alternative is just to keep going in that same world. And and you know the Matrix, that movie, The Matrix. There yeah. was there was a a presentation to Neo, and there was that blue pill, yeah, red pill. He said, yeah. take the blue pill, you just go back into bliss. Yeah ignorance and you would know any different i would challenge your approach to the people that are listening okay the very reason that we're bringing this is to shake their world completely up and let them redirect and refocus their walk with christ it's that red pill it's it's to open your eyes and find out what is out there absolutely the kingdom of god now look you and i we we don't hear a lot but i'm gonna quote the word of god there are seven thousand yeah. that understand the kingdom of God. Yeah. Now, there are not many of them, mm-hmm. but they're there. And yeah. I believe they're here in, in Longview if they could get out of religion. Mm-hmm. See, I, I got out of the religious aspect. Now, I'm going to say something before the Lord Jesus with humility. I don't know how much religion is still in me, mm-hmm. how much Babylon is still in mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many, how much of the uh, Chaldean clothing and Babylonian clothing I still wear. Right, right. But, so, but I offer it to the Lord as my mm-hmm. Savior. Mm-hmm. See, I need to be saved. How much saved? I don't know how much I'm saved. How much my soul has been saved? I really can't evaluate that. But I can say up to what I have right now, I want nothing to do with religion. I'm not a religious man, Mm -hmm. and I ain't going to church. So, and I'm not going to be a part of any denomination again. Mm-hmm. I want to continue to take what I found, what God's given me in Marshall, and continue to develop the kingdom of God there. Now, I can do that, and I do that with men, not with buildings. Right. So I'm, I'm sitting there. We have 24 acres across the road, never been used for anything but a little bit of storage. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
one, so all these young, the keep people coming in. So this man who's uh, who's a father of one of the of the uh, men of God there that's that's over the school, mm-hmm. and uh, we're at a basketball game one night, and he says, uh, and he had a little problem. He didn't want his son to be there. It was just you know his daddy was a religious man, mm-hmm. part of a denomination. Hard to understand what you're doing can't if you're even a comprehend part. what yeah, his son's doing. I know there. it. I know it. Yeah. Can't even comprehend it. And and really if you're not aware of um if you haven't really taken no or let me say it this way. There are some people who will who will listen to what the conversation we're having and they won't get it. No. They won't they won't like, they won't oh, whatever. See it. Yeah, that's right. Whatever. And uh, I like my life. Yeah. You know, I got a good culture. Good yeah. family, my children, lovely wife. Actually, there's a lot. Yeah, uh, you're lying. Five thousand. Yeah, out of five thousand, you're only gonna get twelve. Yeah. <laughs> so he comes up to me in this basketball game, and he's been holding me at arm's length for a long time, a little resentful that you know his son's a part of this fellowship. Mm-hmm. He wants him to be a part of the Baptist movement. Mm-hmm. Okay, Randy, what are we gonna do with the twenty-four acres? I just, well, I'm not going to do a thing with it, sir. That belongs to your son. What? 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 He couldn't grasp us. I'm David. He's Solomon. I just get, I, I build the building. They build the buildings. And he's, what does that mean? I said, I'm just supposed to build the building with bones, mm-hmm. and then they're going to continue the school and the educational system. They'll build whatever buildings they need. That's their job. That's not mine. Mine was sent by God to train men, and then the men will do the work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he, it was just difficult. But it's easy for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've always wanted to build the 24 acres. What you're saying is that um, God put this his son in your world so that you could be a contributor to build his life. To, I built in, him. To build the kingdom of God in this man, this yeah. young man. But then this young man has a job to do for the kingdom of God. Yeah. And it's up to this young man to take that and build from there. And he took it, same as Jeff's taking his and mm-hmm. building it, and mm-hmm. Dwayne's taking his and building mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. These men know what they're supposed to do, and I don't I don't oversee it. I don't pay no mind to what they're doing. They don't answer to me. They're sons of God. They answer to God. Mm-hmm. And see, they don't have to answer to the pastor. The pastor's not the head. In fact, uh, I'm not a pastor. <laughs> so they have to answer as sons of God to their headship in Christ. Now, since we're all bishops, Two or three of us would recognize something's off. Okay. In a heartbeat. Okay. So there's there's <clears throat> that awareness. If, if 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 say for instance you had an, a thought to do something. Yeah. Uh, they are. They're not only wise enough to detect it. They're percept. They're, they're they'll perceive it. Yeah. But they're bold enough to say, "Hey, wait a minute. No, that's it. There's something going on here." Shelley and uh, uh, Jeff. Uh, ha- they're not yes men to me. Mm-hmm. That's the joy of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have no problem uh, correcting me, mm-hmm. challenging me. Uh, they don't have any problem doing that. <clears throat> now, there's two things to it. At times I have, just recently, first time out of all these years, I had to correct the elders for, I said, did the Bible tell us to oversee or to overlook? And they were overlooking some things. Oh, And they yeah. saw it and knew it, but they didn't want to deal with it. Mm-hmm. So when I confronted them, they all knew it. So I said, then I ask you, did Jesus Christ tell us to oversee it or overlook it? And they had, you know, a couple of them had to repent because they were overlooking. <clears throat> so that's a part of it, too. You have to, that was a time I had to step in. And uh, the wives, the women, we began to evolve. Mm. 
and uh, it's becoming uh, telling other women what to do and how to do it and how to handle mm-hmm. the class, and that belonged to the elders. Yeah, and uh, and to the men who's appointed. That will happen. Yeah, if if you back up, it's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to happen. We have one real strong leader as a school, and one less strong. Mm-hmm. And uh, the uh, and but yet the problem even with the younger one who's strong leadership, he has a temperament mm-hmm. that is uh, can be uh, what would be the word passive at times or lenient. Lenient, lenient? the word okay. lenient. Okay. And so you have a, a a less stronger male. That's difficult. Which is a priest. Uh huh. It's it, a priest. It's not the king. So not you have king. to keep mindful of, of of your king and a priest. They'll let these women uh, tell other women how to ru- how to run those classes, mm-hmm. and I have to step in and say, "No, that's not what God appointed us. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're just still over here helping. Mm-hmm. You get back in the order that God gave you. Help." Your mm-hmm. helpers. Mm-hmm. I'll give you That's a help. That's so important. Oh, it is. I said, they give, God said he'd give you a help meet, not a government. Mm-hmm. And uh, men love that government of women. Yeah. You know, they do. Yeah. Lots of them are little boys. They like that. So yeah. if you have a lenient leader mm-hmm. and then you have a passive leader, mm-hmm. you're going to have women dominating eventually because they can yeah. perceive that. Yeah, they see and, weakness. And the other thing of it is, the stronger the women get, the less the men have to do. That's very convenient for little boys. Yeah. But it isn't good for men. That's true because they're going to dominate, which means they're going to take dominion of those areas. Yeah. And they're doing it because they want to make sure that things get done. And and then the men, they kind of like the free time. That's it. See, <laughs> women are really masters, I believe, at management. Yeah. But the, but it, that's that's after it's been delegated Right after after the world's been tamed, yeah, and the animals have been driven off, and we got our bill our homes shelters, yep. then manage, yeah, manage, yeah. I've told Crystal, I explained it to her, uh, on management is by delegation, mm. and it's not governmental. And I said, once it's delegated to you, then you have two primary responsibility in management: you must represent and you must reflect. Mm. Do not substitute and do not reflect your own glory. You ain't got none. You're like the moon. Mm-hmm. You just get it from the sun. Mm-hmm. We all get it from Christ. So Crystal, Crystal was, uh, she's so good at, she micromanages at times mm-hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. And I've already, I've confronted her on that. She sees that clearly. I said, don't be micromanaging me. And she does it uh, through, and it's, it, here's what's interesting. It's very sincere. Mm-hmm. She is wanting to help me. She definitely wants to help me, so she'll manage something and say, uh, see, she'll, she'll want to give me something or do something for me because she, wants, she really wants to bless me all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it winds up managing me. That's not what I would do. I said, I got this. I can handle it. Yeah, it goes be, beyond the boundaries. It does. A little bit too far. Remember the word metron? Yes. Well, the yes. other one is amatross. Amatros is the same is a word for ruling, but it means to extreme or excessive boundaries. Mm. You're beyond your per- mm. perimeter. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes in management, you have amatros more in management than you do metron mm-hmm. in management. Oh. And that's the problem with management. Now, in administration, you have metrons. But in management, if you don't really learn it, then you have amatros, excessive extreme boundaries. Metrons are in... Uh, Administration is, I would say, like, is this you know, something where you would you would say, 
you know, really, that's none of your business? You could do that. Okay. Yeah, and I'm, I have. Yeah. <laughs> I have. Crystal, it's got nothing to do with you. <laughs> My dad used to always say, you know, you'd ask him, well, where are you going or where, where you been or something like that. He'd, yeah. say, he'd say, Kelly. And and that was his response is Kelly and yeah. and it took me a while to get it but it's it's kind of a slang term half of a slang term which was Kelly Borda it's none of your business ah oh, yes Kelly yes. where you Spanish been? for yeah yes yes it, it's like he, but he you knew what it meant yeah yeah, yeah. and so it, yeah after a while you you understood he's not finishing the whole the fr- whole phrase which is Kelly Borda yeah he uh, <clears throat> would just say Kelly that meant yeah none of your business why bother to ask yeah. <laughs> Well, if this true, and it is, in metrons, that the lines have fallen unto us in pleasant places, then all we have to do is stay within those lines, yeah. those boundaries. And if you get out of those boundaries, then it begins, this is where it gets, as a husband, I don't mind speaking on that. And as an elder, I don't mind speaking to the elders or to their wives about it. Now, here's where the scripture comes in, that I do, I take some heat, but I'm going to obey the word. This is a very difficult scripture for me. Elders, taking the oversight. You are not asked to do it. Mm. You take it. Yeah. So I would I would come in here. Mm-hmm. Joe, I want to meet with you and Ken. I'm going to talk about your marriage. Oh, you got no business. I'm taking it. Now, that was if you were in submission. Now, mm-hmm. we're talking about in a mm-hmm. local fellowship. There you have the rulers. Mm-hmm. The rulers that said then they're supposed to take the oversight, mm-hmm. and then it says you submit to those that have the rule over you. Now, mm-hmm. what I've learned to do, even in that fellowship, there are some people in submission to me, and there's mm-hmm. some that's not. Mm-hmm. And I don't mess with those that are not. Mm-hmm. And I don't try to control or rule that. Now, those are the ones I used to work on as a controller. Mm. I break their will, going to get them to submit. <laughs> it's biblical. You're going to come under. Right. It, was, uh, it was not godly, yeah. not yeah. biblical. <clears throat> But those fight. that's already that recognize that you're an appointed elder, mm-hmm. they, sub, they they respect and honor what God has mm-hmm. done. I'd say to any of them, I say, hey brother, uh, you need to back your wife off on this, or you're making a mistake here. I appreciate it. Thank you. That's all. It, it's over they, with. They it, see it as wisdom. Five seconds is over. They're with. like, okay. Yeah. Thank wow. you. Yeah. I, yeah. That's and, wisdom. And always they'll say, man, I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what bishops that are, yeah. overseers. Yeah. Yeah. And they see what you don't see. <clears throat> yeah. See, we believe strongly and teach it there about the mystery of iniquity. Mm-hmm. And the mystery of iniquity is you don't know your own soul. Mm-hmm. Only the Christ, the bishop, does. Mm-hmm. He And I don't know me. I, I, it's still a mystery. The th- mm-hmm. things I can say or do, I wonder where it came from. Mm-hmm. I think it was years ago. In fact, you probably know because you, you remember Gloria Lee before she'd passed away. And that she was a very straight-laced lady and very serious about her sonship and, and discipleship in Christ. And me, I, I kind of got this little Arkansas country backward way of living at times and thinking and doing things. And, and then I'm really mischievous and all that. And at times, I think it's funny, but she always said, Randy, I just do not know how God uses you. She said that dozens and dozens of times, and she wasn't joking. She was serious. She could not figure out why he would use me. You're such a joke at times, you know. And then she would apologize for uh, didn't want didn't didn't want to disrespect me. Oh, it's probably you know uh, you know practical joker having fun. Yes, that's who I am. And you know, uh, yeah, but yeah. it wasn't it wasn't fitting for her. It was See, not religious. But, I, but what she had to do, I had to tell Crystal, I mean, Gloria at that time, I said, Gloria, you have to embarrass my humanity yeah. from my deity. I'm a serious man of God. I'm not very serious about myself. Yeah. And that's, and that's true. I'm not, not. People can, mm. you know, murmur, complain, criticize me. I don't really care. When it comes to <clears throat> eldership, bishop, 
shepherding, it's a serious. Very serious. Take it very seriously. You're representing Jesus. Yeah. Listen to what Peter said. Here's what, here's what takes us back to. You're returning to the shepherd and bishop of your soul. Mm-hmm. It ain't Randy and Jeff. Right. It's Jesus it's Christ. It's serious, serious. Very point. serious. But when you step away, it's just you. It's just Randy. Yeah. I went yeah. fishing yesterday. Yeah. Didn't catch a thing. Yeah. I should have started prophesying to those fish. <laughs> That's what I should have done. <laughs> I should have said it, not pray it. <laughs> So um, I think we'll wrap it up here, but I'm going to give it one more attempt for the for the viewers that are watching this, and this is kind of not comfortable. Um, and so they're left sitting there thinking, what does this mean? Where does this put me? I think I can answer that. Okay. I really can. Okay. You don't do anything. You're going to do what you've been doing mm-hmm. until more light, revelation, and truth comes. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things I have live as an ordinance is I never make governmental decisions under pressure, mm-hmm. number one. I never make governmental decisions under my first revelation, number two. Mm-hmm. And this is where they're at now. It's, mm-hmm. It may be the first time they've ever heard the difference between kingdom versus church. Mm-hmm. They're thinking, do I quit church tomorrow? Do I leave? And right. No, you don't do a thing. You make no, make no moves. I'm telling you, don't make any moves. Moves. This is 30, the word comes 30, 60, 100. The blade, the ear, the full corn. Uh-huh. Good, acceptable, perfect Passover, Pentecost, tabernacles. It's all in their Father, Son, Holy Spirit. It all comes in measures of threes. This is revelation. Uh-huh. From revelation comes transfiguration, and from tra- from transfiguration comes manifestation, which means you'll, the word will become flesh. To Joe and I, we said here, and we've had 36 years of this, uh-huh. and the words become flesh. It's a way of life. It's our culture. Uh-huh. This is a, We don't live in American culture. We don't live under a presidency. That's why I don't really care about Biden or Trump or any of the rest of them. Rena, I really don't care about the political aspect of it. They're, they're, when someone said, they're not my president, well, they're not. They're, Jesus Christ is my king. That's all I need. Now, I'm not disrespectful to them. Make that clear. But the issue is that you have, we live in this culture, but it wasn't so 36 years ago. I'm stepping into it, teaching it as revelations coming to me. And I made a lot of bad mistakes by making it happen. What God's promised, he's able to perform. So you stay in there. He'll take you from glory to glory, faith to faith, strength to strength. And then as you, then he'll lead you in what to do rather than having to make a decision and get an Ishmael, work of your flesh. So just stay in fellowship with those who are around you. Absolutely. Going to church, Going staying to where church. you're at until you until the next thing starts yeah, happening. Yeah, and it will. And it will now. It's over with. You yeah. see the kingdom today. Yeah, it's great. If you can't see it today, you never will. It is great. Just just uh, that that revelation on uh, the, the king and priest. Yeah. That makes a big difference. Big difference. All religion is priesthood. Mm-hmm. It is. Every bit of it. Well, this was exciting. Well, to me, man. You're talking to <laughs> stuff I, I kept my teeth on with Christ. Oh, and... The detail stuff are on the videos, the river videos. Yeah, now yeah. you're gonna see, he don't look like this. He don't look all no. clean and beautiful. His, his handsome. Hair, his hair ain't all done up, no. and uh, <laughs> he looks like a like a like a, a caveman. Arkansas redneck. <laughs> I represent. I represent perfectly. <laughs> so so if if you happen to go to kingdomenterprise.org, and you get to their uh, videos that are on there and and you you start watching and you're thinking wait this ain't it this guy's an, that's he, the right place yeah, yeah. <laughs> i may look like an idiot <laughs>
because it is pretty country looking. I mean, I, oh, it's great. I mean, but I, it's really good. I've been on those journeys with yeah, you. Yeah. And there's nothing like being out in the woods and and and, I mean, you're already in a different world. Yeah, you're so not free. in a religious. There's world. so freedom. There's you're not in the religious world. Free woman. Yeah. Born of the free woman. There, man. That's right. Yeah. 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 So, anyway, enjoy them, and um, we'll catch you guys next time. Hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. I know I did. I did too. And we're out.